0: What's up, gearheads? This is your local gangster and occasional blind mic project booking enforcer, Joey C. Listen, I have to apologize for not getting Tommy Myers yet. Someone called me a name in the chat. So I've been dousing myself with fire and scratching their name into my skin with a rusty spring from the couch.
1: What I am trying to say is I am still
0: working on it. Anyway, welcome back, Bray. It's good to see that the extradition treaty from that foreign government where you got picked up for murdering ladyboys is still active. And here's your host, the man who was probably rethinking ever answering Hackride's first email, Blind Mike Geary. Not
2: even close to what I asked for for the intro, but that's, we'll get to that later. Uh, because it, a bit of a serious start here, where I kind of have to address, obviously, what everyone's talking about. What everyone's here for, I'm sure. Um, in the 1930s, the Dust Bowl took over uh, Southwest America. And what that was was such a, uh, a destructive weather occurrence that basically it was a drought... Um, and it affected, you know, food sources and all this sort of stuff. And what happened was, when one drought ended, another began. People could barely find nourishment. And it's not since that era that there's been such a hunger, a thirst, that needed to be quenched in these United States. Uh, People have been coming up to me on the streets and restaurants, anywhere they could find me, and asking the question that I'm sure you've all been asking yourselves repeatedly for the last couple weeks. Right now, Chef Lewis is grabbing his wife by the shoulders, shaking her, saying it's time. We're about to find out where Craig has been. What's that I hear out in the streets? Iron Head. Iron Head. America has been waiting for it. Ladies and gentlemen, Craig
3: Iron Head (laughs) coney." That
2: was a
4: lovely intro. I appreciate that.
3: <laughs> Finally,
2: the, the wait is over. Yeah, Your thirst has been quenched, America. This is this what happens when
4: you miss a singular show?
2: <laughs> no, I'll tell you, Craig. He's going to pretend he doesn't know what I'm doing. It's what happens when we did a show last week, for anyone that doesn't know. You guys yeah. probably didn't watch because Craig wasn't on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was... Yeah, filling in, we needed two people to fill Craig's shoes. I was worried no one would watch, so we got Hack Ride and my pal Zero Dark Tony. Mm -hmm. I thought we did uh, a lovely job, people seemed to enjoy it. We talked about um, a lot of the usual topics. Uh, we had Mark Norman's Shroud Small story, which I thought was interesting. The guests didn't seem to care for it, but I, I found it uh fascinating um zero dark tony talked about being kicked out of scientology and this new strain of scientology Mm -hmm. again another interesting topic people thought he was lying that's also interesting (laughs) so so there's a lot to go on yeah for how you would title that episode oh right 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 i i know when i I woke up monday morning (laughs) i realized yep I can't believe I didn't think of this. I realized there was really only one question (laughs) on everyone's mind because when I saw the title of the episode, Mm -hmm. it was a topic we didn't even bring up. It was really the voice of the audience begging to know where's Craig.
4: Do you really blame them? Honestly, I don't
2: (laughs) Now, Now, here's what I'm waiting for from this idiot, Mm -hmm. because when I tweeted about it, he texted me to assure me it wasn't him. I said, I don't want to know anymore. Because I wanted to find out on air, either you'll admit you were lying or that you've given all my passwords out to someone else. So I posted it,
4: but okay. I said, hey, Hackride, can I please have the title and description,
2: please? I figured this is what you would say. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. Yes. This has happened many times after mm-hmm. uh, the Kirk Minahan show, where Steve or Dave is trying to think of a quick title to throw on the episode. Mm-hmm. And they say, hey, what, what from today might make a good title? Now, if I say to Dave Cullenane, you should title today's episode, Mike Slays Again. (laughs) And you know what? Make the description, everyone's out of breath from laughter, thanks to Mike's great appearance. (laughs) Now, if he does that, is that my fault or his?
4: Yeah, I know. I probably should have listened to the show before I posted it, but I listened afterwards. (laughs)
2: That's all I really wanted to hear. Yeah. An idiotic title. <laughs> yeah,
4: I was, I was, you know, on where's the beach. Craig? I was on where, the beach. Where could he be? <laughs> overlooking the ocean, just having a great time. Still posted. I was like, hey, buddy, can you send me the title? And he said, sure. <laughs> How about where's Craig?
2: <laughs> and I went, okay. When, when you went up to, light, when you were, you were on vacation, I imagine, you know, maybe you, you and your lovely wife went to a bar or something. When you got a <laughs> drink, were they like...
4: Shows suffering without you, man. <laughs> they just kept patting me when on the. back. When are you going to get
2: back? Where have you been? Luckily, I know you're here, so I can be at ease. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm here, guys. Don't worry about it.
2: <laughs> well, everyone, uh, you know, whatever medication you were on for the last two weeks is no longer necessary. The itch has been scratched. Craig is back.
4: That was so long ago. I was like, where the fuck are you going with this?
2: <laughs> now, I said... Oh, well, apparently everyone forgot that I wanted to start this way because I said to Hackride, could you make an over-the-top, welcome-back, Craig intro for this week? It was and a- like every time I ask for something specific, he just ignored it and <laughs> did whatever the fuck he wanted.
4: you wanted. You can't tell him what to do.
2: <laughs> I've been waiting. Hackride will be on for a game later. I'll tell you what it's not, and that's Shobb is Batman. <laughs> <laughs> It's
4: all, all we've ever wanted.
2: That's our rock opera wedding, or I guess we'll we'll never get to it. <laughs> so, uh, what we are talking about, though, enough of w- making this gentleman wait.
4: Uh-oh. uh Oh, Hackride's claiming slander, by the way, in the chat. How so? Wait a second. I was given <laughs> no instructions for the intro. The slander. I said, can you
2: make an over-the-top welcome back, Craig? Intro. intro?
4: I think he meant over the top, just in general, is how he took it, probably.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I meant make an AI version of a guy we could just get on the (laughs) phone exactly. Well, Hackride can uh, say his piece when he comes on later, but I'm sure it'll be very coherent. (laughs) But uh, we've got uh, Carlos Danger joining us for a very important investigation we're doing here today. Here he is. Hey, Carlos, what's happening, buddy?
5: Not much. Thank you so much for having me on. I love Hackride. I'm totally team Hackride. Oh, Hackride's a, a great artist. man. He just
2: doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't have any respect for me, but he's a, he's a good man. In any he's, argument. He's an artist with principles.
4: Yeah. Yes, that's right. Any argument, no one ever takes the side of me or Mike against Hackride. He's, it's always Hackride.
2: It's very he's annoying. so giving.
4: There's just something about him.
5: <laughs>
2: Endearing. It's true. That's his, that's his play is that he's nice to everybody. So they're like, oh, he's great. Isn't he adorable? It's
5: like that. It's like Tukey where they're like, oh, isn't he adorable? <laughs> Except Ray Devito, I think Hackride seems to have a problem with Ray Devito. Sure does. That's one guy. Yeah. <laughs> of all the people to hate, is that are you Ray Devito's co-host or something? What is your relationship with him? Hey, don't make me contact my lawyer. I don't know. I was a guy <laughs> in the chat, and I insulted him once, and he invited me on, and the that's rest is history. Do. Then yeah, that's it. That's what that's entry. <laughs> that's how the entry is into the dabble verse or this related world. It's very low. But I, I don't know. I, I've, I haven't been on in a while. It's how lowbrow just podcasting in general is. Like, imagine if back in the
2: day, Carson was just like, yeah, this guy insulted me in the street, so we're having him on tonight.
5: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Why am I here? You know, the fact I'm even here says something.
2: Well, so you're here today because I wanted to talk a little about uh, this Shuley business. So I'm, I'm interested. I kind of want to talk about YouTube in general because I guess, uh, I don't know if you heard this, Craig. Mm-hmm. Joe List's special got demonetized because he says "cunt" in the first ten minutes. Really? I ah, not. fuck! We just did it. God damn it! <laughs> well, it <was laughs> well, we good. did the same thing, but <laughs> yeah. So now they're even affecting like comedy specials. So YouTube has really gone crazy. And uh, Carlos Danger had a couple of gentlemen on this week. Where, so can you give us a brief synopsis of this before we get into it? Basically, Shuli's YouTube channel was shut down. Do we know if it's because? this drunk on cringe was attacking him or was it multiple people?
5: No, we don't know definitively that it was drunk on cringe's fault. Although he is sort of claiming credit to a certain extent. He is saying, uh, yeah, I filed 20 reports or flagged 20 different things on this like vengeance quest he has going against the network. But I I don't know. He also says that uh, I don't know if I'm responsible because YouTube doesn't tell me they don't like reward you. So,
2: right. No, that part seemed fair, but he did seem like a guy that was just out for vengeance. And I actually thought you you asked the best question that kind of got trampled on. But you asked him, like, does alcohol play into this? Like, are you drunkenly doing this? Because it seems like the behavior of a man who's up at three in the morning with looking for something to do, basically. Right. As a fellow drunk, I
5: identify with that. So <laughs> yeah. it, it, that's the hallmark. That's the root of all problems, I think. But yeah, and, and you know, you see him if you watch the stream that I did with him, he's not exactly sober, but drunk is in his name. Well, let's see. So we have a couple clips from this. So let's play,
2: uh, I think we have drunk on cringe's explanation basically as to why he's going after Shuli.
6: I reported several videos about well, or several videos. Yeah. I said reviews about him about um, yeah, more like racism or whatever.
1: Okay, yeah, and no, it, it, I, I'm
6: coming at him. I'm coming at him. Fuck. Yeah, him. but
1: drunk on cringe. I, I, I I'm not taking any sides here. I'm just asking a question. Do you feel guilty for? I mean, this is his livelihood. This is guilty for what? Mike guilty for, for taking what? away the uh, living of theirs. No. Right now fuck Shuli.
6: A- fuck Shuli. <laughs> fuck Shuli. That's all. I'll have to reply. Fuck Shuli. Fuck his life. Uh he has a wife who sells fucking snake oil, aka some fucking uh magic crystals. No, fuck him. He fucked everyone. He doesn't even pay his uh his producers well. Fuck him. Seriously. I don't hey,
7: know. I like know. this guy. <laughs> uh
6: how do you say? Uh no, I don't Empathy, feel bad. sympathy. Don't, yeah, nothing. Nothing. But look at now this guy never what if- did anything in his fucking life. He always leached off other people and he never did anything in his life. Really? He
8: never did any. How day about of this work. Though,
1: doc? If, yeah. if someone, someone you pissed off in your world over there, right? Knew what in you Germany, did for a yeah. living in Germany, yeah. somebody knew what you did for a living and they got pissed at you and decided to try to get you fired from your job and, cost you. Then I
6: get a fucking new job because even if I get Ugh. fired for my fucking job, I have experience. I have I have everything. I, I, I used
1: to work. I get a new job somewhere. Right, maybe that wasn't a great analogy, but, but how yeah, about,
2: I mean- it, it actually was a decent analogy. I wish uh, Obnoxious John didn't lose confidence in that because it is a good analogy in the sense that if you get fired for people claiming you're a racist or a homophobe or whatever the claims you have to make on YouTube to get show, someone shut down. If you get fired for those reasons, that could easily ruin your career. Like if anyone calls references and asks, why'd you get rid of this guy? That's a, a black mark that's on you now. So that's just kind of idiotic of him to think that he'd be totally fine if people started doing that to him.
5: And the fact that when you get to the root of his reasons for targeting Shuly like he is, to me it's like, I mean, imagine if you got, growing up, you got mad at Fonzie the character on Happy Days and then wanted to shut down production for the entire show it's like the lines there it's like why are you getting so mad at this guy on the internet that you want to affect him in real right. life I, I didn't get but- that but it was pure vengeance he was bringing up the way Shuly manages the channel the way he treats his producers it's right. like who gives a shit
2: which it's all that's a smokescreen. He doesn't give a fuck if he pay, how much he pays his producers or doesn't pay them. Whatever. It's really that he doesn't like Shuli. He doesn't think Shuli's funny, and it annoys him. What whatever it is that we'll get into the the blackmail angle of this. But whatever it is, he wants from Shuli. That that angle annoys him. But here's my my main um, issue with all this, and I wanted your take on this, Carly, because the the Fonzie analogy. People, if there, are I'm sure in, you know, uh, 1973 or whatever, there was some nut that blamed Fonzie for all the world's problems and was writing letters to NBC. The issue was they never got to them back in the day. People didn't panic over uh, some maniacs complaints. My issue now is more with YouTube. Because people can just do this. If you're bored enough or have enough free time, you can sit on the internet all day and make copyright strikes or copyright claims. And eventually just the algorithm will trigger something that gets people's channels shut down. That's really my, like, I don't necessarily, I I blame this guy if he's at fault. But what I blame more is like the system. We should be complaining about YouTube rather than going after some drunk in Germany who's bitching about Shulie. You know,
5: I agree with you 100 percent and Cranberry Electric, another YouTube page, did like an editorial on this. And in that he pointed out, you know, this is allegedly a guy who's exploiting a system that's there for a reason. And the fact you can exploit it so easily and just false copyright claim something and get a channel taken down for no reason other than, you know, for shits and giggles. It's bizarre. Of course, you know, it's guilty until you prove yourself innocent. And then the whole process of to defend yourself, you have to dox yourself to random strangers. YouTube is, it's the whole thing is fucked up.
2: It's been, it's become very bad. And they're doing a lot of the things that like network broadcast fell victim of where they, they are trying to censor people. And the reason I mentioned the Joe list thing is like whatever, you know, whatever their algorithm was before would at least like when stand-up comedy specials, were uploaded to YouTube, they were kind of excluded from a lot of this shit. Like, if we curse in the first 10 minutes or whatever, I guess we get demonetized. It seemed like that wasn't the case for a long time with YouTube specials, and now it is. So if that happens enough, now stand-ups are going to find other places to put their podcasts. This is why like YouTube, by doing this, is letting Rumble become a platform. If, it, if yeah. YouTube wasn't making these mistakes, Rumble would have been done months ago because I don't think it's as good. Like the app isn't as good. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, it's not as convenient to watch programming. But if they keep forcing people that have an audience onto Rumble, then, you know, like right now, it's a segmented right-wing thing. But like take Shuly as an example. Nothing wrong That's with that. That's not it. a right-wing show. It's just they're mocking some drunk on the internet. If they start pushing those people to Rumble, that's bad news for YouTube because that's a large chunk of their content.
5: Yeah. And you, when you, I asked him specifically, tell me one thing you flagged. What? Cause he was a little, he didn't really give too many specifics, right? But he said hate speech because Bob Levy on the Shuley network, there's a running gag where, you know, Bob's having a pool built. And so when they need to kill time <laughs> on the BS show, they start talking about Bob's woes and getting this pool constructed. And he says, the diggers are here. The diggers Right. And they're using it uh, inappropriately to some extent. Right. I mean, it's clearly humor. You can you can argue it's it's hacky. It's not funny. But to, to classify that as hate speech and if it works. Yeah, that's that's not good, obviously. Yeah. And
2: this is this is where I think a lot of this type of audience eats its own. And that's why I wanted to talk about this today, because this is what happened to like the Opie and Anthony subreddit where they lost Opie and Anthony. So they got bored and started going after like each other. They would get uh, Anthony's brother's gigs canceled and then they would go after Anthony and they would go after individuals on the subreddit. And that's what I worry about this group, you know, the WATP world or whatever the dabblers, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. Like it's starting to become kind of toxic. And that's why I like being somewhat on the outside a little bit, looking at it all, because I think like, what Shuly has done to stuttering John now is becoming more than observant reports. So we'll talk about that in a minute, but first we'll play uh, the next clip we have is about the, the blackmail. So Shuly popped into your show when you guys were interviewing drunk on cringe. And this is him addressing the, the blackmail
8: element of all of this and uh, drunk on cringe's motives. You send me a DM on Twitter and I'll read it <laughs> if you want. Cause it's right here. And the DM says the following. Uh, it wasn't my channel that uh, it wasn't your channel that got struck. Oh, can it wasn't my you, dude. Everybody has already. Thank you. you. I appreciate Drunk. it because you've had your Hold time. On. You've said what you needed to say. But now I'm going to say already. Okay, and come. by the way, my channel didn't get struck. Your channel did. You rely on your channel. I don't. Mine is a fucking hobby. Don't come at me, bro. I used YouTube for ages. You know you can buy people to strike a channel like you bought Twitter followers. It's quite easy. So don't treat me like a fucking kid. I know you love to do this condescending thing. I'm not much younger than you, my friend, but I've been doing this much longer, and your livelihood Depends on your channel. So back the fuck off. Now, here's the interesting part. Is right after that, I have yet to respond. You write. So here's the deal. You write on Twitter that we made up. There is no stress and everything's fine. I will do the same. Then who's, we ignore each other. Deal? Who? Deal? So who's is that not wall? a threat? threat? Is that not blackmail? You do this or else? Who is <laughs> crying.
2: Listen. Yeah, so I don't understand what Drunk on Cringe is doing there, where he is legitimately blackmailing him. And it's like, it's basically I, who is Drunk on Cringe, by the way? Because I've heard Carl mention sure. him a couple of times and say he's bought like shirts
5: from him or something. Is this someone I should know? Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's Deep Dabbleverse, I guess, or the extended yeah. Dabbleverse. He's a guy, a uh, clip show for the Hackverse. Launched gotcha. about seven months ago, did funny clips, particularly about Ray DeVito. He would capture the essence of Ray DeVito okay. uh, in, in clips. He then started to get, he went on camera, right? With Ray DeVito in that whole pink blanket thing. And then the Shooley network were selling Tard shirts and Ray was upset <laughs> about that drunk on cringe sided with Ray and set up a merch shop for Ray. Once he went in front of the camera, Patrick Melton from Nobody Likes Onions said, hey, this guy's cringe. He's the guy that has drunk on cringe and makes fun of all these other people. And then you get him in front of a camera and look at him. Shuli Network, I'm going into the whole story if you need me to (laughs) shut up. Shuli Network links to that video and that set drunk on cringe off and set up those series of messages that Shuli then made public once he felt he was blackmailed.
2: So what have people like turned on this guy or what's the, what's the temperature in the room on, on this battle?
5: Yeah, he's, he, his YouTube page is now gone. I don't know why uh, his Twitter account is suspended. I saw on either hack anonymous or Shuley's anonymous on Reddit that his Reddit account is gone. So yeah, there's been a lot of negative feedback um, including some f- for our interview, because he's muted at that point. He he sort of tried, we had him on for 23 minutes, yep. and then Shuli was texting me, you know, out of his mind, this is bullshit, let me in, let me in, and, and so then I let him in, but hack, or not hackverse, uh, drunk on crane, just so many fucking names. He's started doing <laughs> that thing, he's just going na-na-na-na-na-na, into, you know, so nobody could be heard, so that's yeah, yeah, why he, he got he's muted. Yeah, he's talking over yeah. Yeah. yeah, so.
2: It's, well, here's here's my issue now, is then, <laughs> this is why it's very frustrating because, like, I agree. This guy was wrong and shouldn't have gone after Shuly. If I was Shuly, I would be pissed. But now it sounds like if his Twitter's suspended and his YouTube sh- YouTube channel's gone, it sounds like people are using the same tactics to go after him. And to me, that's very Stuttering John. We've been making fun of Stuttering John for that, for saying, well, I would have to people's gigs because they would have to mine. It's like, okay, yeah, I get It doesn't solve anything. And that's where it becomes very toxic because now people that hate Shuli or support drunk on cringe are going to go, go after Shuli and vice versa. And then if people like, if people perceive this as me supporting one side or the other, the people that uh, hate me for that will go after this channel. And it's like, I don't like living in a world where I think if I talk about this topic, are people going to take my YouTube channel away? Like that seems pretty shitty. All the way around. So I just wanted to tell everyone to grow the fuck up and knock this shit off. It's fun to make fun of the likes of Stuttering John. But this idea that now we have to like get involved is very silly. Sit on, yeah, everyone sit on your own YouTube channels, make jokes. Don't feel like you need to get involved by reporting people or flagging things or any of that horseshit. It's very annoying. It's pretty crazy that it's that easy
4: to do too.
2: Well, that's why my main issue is with YouTube. It's like, I understand YouTube is a massive, or Google is a massive company. So I understand that maybe they don't have time to, they don't don't have the resources to all day be monitoring every single claim that comes through. But my advice would be ignore most claim. Most claims are bullshit. You know what I mean? Like at a certain point, maybe you have to look into them, but I think it should be ignore most claims, not respond to most claims and then figure it
5: out later. That's what right, the or let us know, be more transparent. Something. Something's got to be better than what they have. That's,
4: yeah. That's the problem when there's not humans actually doing that job.
5: So
2: the other thing I wanted a little more clarity on, because I'm watching, this makes me feel less bad for Shuly now, because I'm watching Stuttering John yesterday, and I'll admit, Stuttering John is a way of sucking me in. Where when he gets into this tone where he's like,
6: Oh, guys, I'm here today to discuss this
2: cesspool of ridiculousness. When he gets into that tone where he's like somber, I'm like, what's happened to this poor man? Let me listen to his woes. <laughs> and then he'll he'll tell this story of how like Shuli tricked him into uh, using a swastika, basically, to get him suspended from Twitter. And that's where I look at it and I'm like, well, Shuli, you're fucking up because that's more than you know, as Carl says, observe and report. Now you're getting involved and trying to fuck with this guy. And while, you know, YouTube might not be the same resource, I'm sorry, Twitter might not be the same resource that YouTube is as far as monetization. Like my biggest following is on Twitter. I don't know how much that actually promote. Like, I don't know how many people right now are watching because I tweeted out the link, but it is my largest promotional other than going on, the Kirk Minahan show, Twitter is the largest like platform I have to be like, Hey, I'm doing a show today. So if your Twitter gets taken away, that is a promotional tool that's you're losing. So if Shuly's trying to fuck with stuttering John, it's like how much sympathy can you have for him? Cause now he's doing the same shit apparently.
5: Yeah. I tend to agree with you on that. Although I don't know, I think Shuly's motivation there. And again, I'm just speculating on a hypothesis. Right. What the fuck do I know? it wasn't necessarily to get him kicked off or have any real life uh, consequences. I think it was a prank and content for the show. There's a great video. I think it's hack versus anonymous where they, they clip that part and you know, hindsight being 2020 they're all reacting in a way like they knew it was going to happen. It, it seemed like it was a bit for the show, but yeah, I, I, I observe a report and that was a shitty thing to do. You don't need to generate content that way because John will just do it for you. You know, if if he's slow on Wednesday, he'll fuck up something on Thursday. I also don't know if I buy John's claim that Shuli got him fired, which I I guess is something that's out
2: there. No, 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 that I don't believe. You know what, what? The reason I don't believe John with that shit is, A, he's a pathological liar. But more so the reason I don't believe him is that these things pop up when it's convenient for John. It was forever John wasn't going back to teaching. And he would combat people and say, oh, you really think they, they tried and failed to get me fired from teaching? And it was all the, all this like kind of of a, you know, tough guy talk, but it was that he was in great standing with teaching. Then it was, I don't want to go back to teaching. I'm not even going to take the tests needed to go back to teaching. But then when it's convenient for John, all of a sudden, uh, Shuli and the trolls got me fired. And it's like, okay, well, where has that been for the last six months? Because you weren't saying that before.
5: And I, I can't. I would place money that there's not a single school district, public school district in the United States that would keep a guy without tenure that's yeah. on the internet behaving that way. That's not necessarily yes. right. I don't. I don't know if I agree with it, but there's no way you're gonna get a job in teaching. No, I, mean, I all said, teachers they all lock their shit down I, in terms I, of I social said, media.
2: I forget if I said this on the show, but I remember texting Carl this the day it was when John was doing shows with Chad. And I remember uh, playing the clip on here. Where, oh, we did talk about it because we played the clip where uh, where John is talking about Anthony Cumia and he threatens to take his gun and pistol whip him. Yes. That was, and he, go- he goes, and, he, and he, st- he says, "I know where I know where you keep your gun, and I take it and bash your brains in with it." And that's uh, I'm shuffle, setting shuffle. aside all the other, you know, language and and uh, cursing and all the stuff that John does threatening people. This was a physical threat against Anthony Cumia, where he's kind of graphically talking about bashing his brains in. Now, I don't have a problem with that on a podcast. Do what you got to do, whatever. And I would never think of contacting a school or anything, but I was just imagining. And I asked Craig, cause Craig has kids. I was like, and guns, if you, and guns, if, if, if you turned on YouTube one day and one of your kids teachers was talking like that, wouldn't you feel compelled to be like, Hey, listen, I, I don't want to cost anyone their job, but my kid cannot be in this guy's class. That like would that's happen
5: crazy. in mass. No parent would want their kid in that class. I got two ki- young kids myself. There's no way. There's no oh. way. It's tough and that's as something. It is. That's not
2: trolling. That's like being concerned for the the youth of America. For God's sake.
5: Yeah, I I don't get John's whole thing with the whole teaching angle. It, it's just so bizarre. He's trying
4: to sound sophisticated and smart because he gets ripped on for being the complete opposite all the time, and teaching makes him feel good, oh, I think.
2: Well, that he's really been leaning. I mean, he's always done this, but I, I heard him leaning into it a, a lot the last couple episodes where he's like, you know, if you're going to tr- criticize me in the chats, how about spelling it correctly, using proper grammar? <laughs> and, uh, and this is a great one where they're like a super chat comes in and he will read it and be like, uh, uh, John, you're a drunk. You need really need help. Oh yeah. And you think he's about to come back with a, here's the reason I'm not a drunk, but he says, how about you're a drunk? Y O U apostrophe R E. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, John, you nailed him. That was the central burn, point of that message.
4: Friggin burn dude.
2: <laughs> you're still a drunk.
5: God bless Stuttering John.
2: Well, um, we ha- actually, we- Carlos, uh, would you want to stick around? We have a couple of Stuttering John clips if you want to uh, hang out for some more fun stuff. If you'll have me, sure. Okay, um, first, tell people where they can find you. For God's sake, we'll do a couple plugs here.
5: Oh, I appreciate that. Insufferable Bastards is my podcast. It's on YouTube. Um, it's me and uh, that floating anus, the obnoxious John. He he's a co-host <laughs> now, and this guy uh, Spears, who's a special effects makeup artist, who is confused as to why he's even on the stream sometimes.
2: Have you moved away from uh, movie talk or do you still do yeah. movies?
5: Yeah, well, the thing is, I'm definitely that this Dabbleverse stuff is definitely a cult. It's taken yeah. up all my time because basically we do a wrap up show of what we found interesting this week on these various uh, gutter casts and, and okay. stuff like that. So I've stopped watching movies. I rarely leave my basement at this point. I have to watch <laughs> Melton and the BS show. And then I do you have a full time job. Yeah. Right. Yeah. it's I'm, it, I can't stop at this point. So it's a small channel. It's, you know, we get like a thousand views on a live stream and that's fine. I
2: think the first time I ever uh, uh, heard of you was you guys broke down um, one too many. And I think you did
5: an excellent job breaking it down. It was very well done. Oh, I appreciate that because that was the opposite uh, reaction of the comments. People hated that one, but... Well, yeah, you know how it is. These uh, I, thought, the, it, I the, thought it was very good. I do. Have, I, I do have a couple I, I drops. I
4: do have a couple drops from that movie when you want to use them. But I feel like I have to ask for those ones.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Let's give some examples of things that might get you taken off YouTube. I suppose if if stuttering, if you were to come across uh, one too many, and say uh, this guy's teaching my kids, this might not be a great thing to hear. Shut
5: up, you faggot! <laughs>
2: well, you see? Yeah,
5: that. That movie is something.
2: It really, uh, it holds up well. That was our main takeaway from watching it. But- you fucking cocksucker, bone-smoking, faggot, homo piece of shit. Jeez, John. <laughs> well, there's no way we're on YouTube anymore, so that's good. <laughs> uh,
5: <laughs> Disavow.
2: Yes, and go to, uh, Don't yeah, let me promote this first. Go to verygoodshow.org <laughs> if you want uh, yeah, drops probably. like that. Yeah. And uh, for this program, if you want to p- support this show, go to blindmike.net. You can find all the free links to not just this podcast, but also Why Are You Laughing? and Who Are These Socials that I do every Thursday with Carl, every Thursday at six. Um, so check out all the links for that. Uh, YouTube, if you're watching right now on YouTube, smash that like button, subscribe, uh, tap the notification bell. All that stuff helps the algorithm, supposedly. Leave a comment um, and subscribe to the Patreon or become a YouTube member, either one. Uh, most people seem to enjoy the Patreon. Um, If YouTube's easier, feel free to subscribe there, but all that supports the show, blindmike.net, easiest place to find all of those links. Uh, So, we have, speaking of stuttering, John, we have a couple drops. So, just recently, it's coming out, it's on Patreon now, and it's coming out this week. We had Drew Lane on from the Drew and Mike show um, on Why You Laughing? Because he's a longtime Michigan radio guy, and he was on air on September 11th, 2001. And I thought it'd be, have an interesting perspective because the topic on Why you Laughing this week is the Howard Stern Show on September 11th, 2001. So we broke that down. We had a couple great John moments. And there was one clip I didn't pull because I figured we had enough John. I regret it in hindsight. But luckily, John gave us an excuse to play it here. So John's been doing these, like, he's been getting obliterated because he goes to the pub and watches the Yankees game. And then at night he comes home and does Casey Armstrong show on YouTube. Um, it's always interesting to watch stuttering John in the afternoon and then watch him in, at night. you get to see how his day progressed, <laughs> how much he's slurring more and more. But uh, for whatever reason, the subject of nine 11 came up on Casey Armstrong show. So do we have that Craig? Sure do. All right. So let's play that. And then uh, we'll give you a little perspective. Of what was going through John's mind on the day? Luckily, we have sound from that day to give this clip a little context. You could Okay, it. now I'm
6: going to blow your mind, all right? Yeah. My father was, you know, an engineer, and he worked for the Port Authority. And all his life, he worked in the World Trade Center. And he was there the first terrorist attempt, which was bombing. Yeah, he was there. And he was evacuated. <laughs> He, that day, was going to the World Trade Center to visit his friends. 9-11. Was he retired or something? Yeah, at the World Trade Center. That day? That day. So me, my mom, and my family had no idea if he was in the building or not because cell phones were, All the cell cell phones, you couldn't talk to anybody, right? Right. So we didn't know until like 8 o'clock that night that my father – didn't go there because they ended up meeting at the Lincoln Tunnel.
2: But I was that whole day, a belch in the middle of a nine eleven story, <laughs> straight from the heart. <laughs> it was one of
4: those ones that just kind of falls out of your gut too. Just,
2: <laughs> yeah. So, just so everyone knows for the full context, I know at the beginning it sounds like maybe he's talking about the first nine eleven. Based on the context, no, he's talking about the first nine eleven, <laughs> the first uh, uh, World Trade Center. Isn't that what I said? Yeah. Um, yeah, the first (laughs) 9-11.
5: I didn't even get the context of that. God damn it, John. He's talking about the parking. Come on. That wasn't the real one, John. Nobody remembers that. No, no,
2: he was He So he was, he was saying that, uh, his father was there for both, basically. Both. Okay. Because, well, supposedly, because on 9-11, they were worried, like, did he make it out? Okay. And this was how concerned John was on 9-11. So this is, this is the audio from that day when John apparently knew that his father was going in to visit his buddies. This is how concerned uh, John was. And, and I just you know people down there.
6: now yeah. you do. I do too. You know, my a lot father of used, used to work there. in that building. Who does? My
2: father used to work. Yeah, in that I know. I mean, we know tons of you people know down
3: Mr. there. Ex used to work in that building. Yeah.
2: They just move on. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> John was like, Ah, my father used to work
2: in that building. John's claiming uh, he's he's this impassioned speech on Casey Armstrong's show like. He had no idea what my father, and it wasn't until 8 at night, which if he wasn't there, why wouldn't you know before 8 o'clock at night? No kidding. <laughs> no, I'm right here, actually. Don't worry about me. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, John made it seem like he has this 9-11 story, and when in reality he's just like, oh, yeah, my dad
5: 15 years ago might have been there. <laughs> right. Meanwhile, there was fi- families of cops and firefighters that a day. great. Legitimately reckon, wondering where their where their family members were. And, of course, employees and workers and all that. And my brother was NYPD at that time, so what the yeah. fuck, John?
2: Well, John's talking, like, he also said, like, he had to leave the show early to make sure his kids were safe. It's I've heard like, that many times. Yeah, he left at a regular hour. I think he <laughs> left after 10 a.m. <laughs> but, but uh, so, I recommend going to listen to that episode because we have a bunch of clips. What's great is uh, Howard... They're talking about uh, Howard had basically like a date with Pam Anderson sort of a thing, an intimate moment with Pam Anderson. And they're talking about that when uh, the first plane hits. And then they didn't realize how serious it was, so a couple times they try to circle back to that. Then there's a few moments that everyone in the room except for John realized how serious this moment was. (laughs) And John's asking all these – he's like, "Uh, can we get back to Pam's tits, Howard? And Howard doesn't even pay him any mind. She's like, why is this idiot in this room? The second, it's hilarious. yeah, the
4: second plane hits, and he's like, "Howard, you ever seen swordfish?" <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, what's the other? Uh, what's the other stuttering John sound we have today? While we're on him
4: talking about um, trolls ruining his teaching job.
2: Oh, okay. We talked about this earlier. This is perfect, actually. There we go. <laughs> I'm just fucking. Up. Up. Yeah, I'm screwing with you, buddy.
6: Hey, so so I gotta know, like you when you uh i know you do a bunch of shows uh, during the day um my my one thing is uh, before i was going to ask what what you were doing at the the bar is that you you loved uh teaching and it seems like you were making a difference like with that kid and stuff like that how come you're not going to, cuz i think school's opening up now how come you're not going back to teach it's a long story case is like you I, know john's line. Are you and a uh, long, long story case. you know and i You know, I'll tell you in private. Okay. All right. Not for the, it's, it's not
0: something that uh, is interesting.
6: It's something that the trolls did, you know, and I I
2: don't want to talk.
3: about. It's something I'm about to make up and haven't figured out yet.
0: When I think of a good lie,
3: I'll tell you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Carlos Danger, can you imagine a scenario where the trolls cost John something and he wouldn't immediately blab the story?
5: That's a good point because I'm sitting here thinking I bet you some people did contact wherever he is, you know, for that thrill of of, of fucking with John. But at the same time, John, you are who you are
4: on the Internet. There's a great chance that the principal of that school went, hey, I just found a clip of you threatening to pistol whip somebody Um, or or any (laughs) clip
2: that he does any day where he shit faced. He's threatening people. He's calling men, little girls, and gay, and saying that you're gay if you don't have kids.
5: And it'd be funny if the superintendent was like kinky loco in the chat this whole time. That's the superintendent <laughs> of the school districts. Yeah. yeah.
4: Speaking of kinky loco, five dollars super chat. Don't share this with Carlos. Hmm.
5: It's
2: fine
4: uh, sh- <laughs> if you insist. Chef Lewis, two bucks says Ola Gearheads. Hello, buddy. Uh, we got uh, Joe from Virginia, five bucks. Love the show, Mike. Great job. The Haver of gray six will ride again one day.
2: One day, buddy. Once uh, we have licked our wounds properly. Uh,
4: Justin Trudell, $20. <laughs> Justin! Jesus Christ. Stop it, Justin. Knock uh, it off. Happy late birthday, Mr. Blind Michael. Glad to see your wish came true and Craig has been found.
2: <laughs> Thank you, but Well, yeah, I was worried if I said it out loud, it wouldn't come true. But when I blew out the candles... Just um, tell me where Craig is, please.
4: <laughs> Stealth chaos. I believe this is five hundred something, some Asian denomination. Uh, okay. Uh, Melton AI enhanced. Truly, just moved his platform to TikTok, where it really belongs.
2: Melton enhanced. I don't know that. Means. I don't get it.
4: I don't either. But I'm just reading as
5: uh, I see it. I think it's an insult at 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 uh, Julie. Gotcha. Saying his level of content is TikTok level, I guess. Oh, okay. So
4: he's going well, to blow up and become super famous?
5: <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Look at the Pete Gergio
2: route. By the way, mm. I have been looking every week to see if Pete Gergio is posted again. He has this not. This man is a ghost. He's disappeared. <laughs> he's left us. Do you know who Pete Gergio is, Carlos Danger? I do not. I'm an ignoramus. He's a great, he's one of our favorite characters ever. He's a guy, he's a com- an L.A. comedian that got TikTok famous. He has uh, millions of followers on TikTok. And he made these clips where he's doing his stand-up bits. And if you just watch it at a glance, it sounds like, it looks and sounds like he's in a comedy club and crushing, like the audience is really loving it. Upon minor examination, you realize he's in his living room recording these bits in front of like a a green screen or a curtain or something. Yep. And he puts in the laugh track afterwards. It's terrible. It's awful. And Being I've heard, I just heard Dan Soder on another podcast recently. I guess, um, he, he, cause Soder is the first one I heard talk about this guy. It got back to Dan that the guy is like, he owns it. Like Pete Gergio is just like, yeah, that's the game now. And real comedians are like, no, I don't think it is. Get I get it. I don't, think it's, I don't think the game is recording bits to no one and pretending they're crushing. <laughs> just that's a rough game if that's the case. Every
4: laugh track he puts in is the entire place just losing their minds.
5: Uproarious <laughs> I gotta check it out. Explosions of laughter.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So unfortunately, Pete Gurgio is not posted in months. It's very, very upsetting. Um,
4: we got a uh, super chat from the Creep Off channel. Uh, oh,
2: I was on the creep off
4: recently. They mentioned that ten bucks. Uh, Mike, thanks for doing the bonus episode last week. Hello to Craig and Carlos, even though they never call her right. XOXO, Vinny.
2: <laughs> yes, I was on the creep off. They inducted Chris D'Elia into the Hall of Fame, and they needed an expert on, so uh, I was their panelist. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's my lot in life. That's that's what I'm called for when there's a, a rapist loose. They bring me in to discuss. I told him,
6: I said, don't do kitty
2: porn. All right, we're it's getting very advice. good show drops now.
4: <laughs> that was a blind mic one. That was from uh, Quincy.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, the warthog got me a, a birthday gift. What was it? It was uh, a TV guide from when Monaghan and Quincy were on the cover. Oh, that's actually awesome. <laughs> that's a pretty good gift. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, Oh, do we also, do we have the Johnny Cush clip that I sent you last night?
4: The, from, um, with Cardiff?
2: Yes. Yes. So this is the other thing I think you'll uh, enjoy, Carlos Danger, while we have you. Um, Are you familiar with this Johnny Cush
5: beef? A a little bit, yeah. Yeah, he's the guy, WATP featured him, and he's responded.
2: So I'm part of the, I'm part of the Cush army. I'm a big uh, Johnny Cush fan. I think it's about time. This smug prick, Carl, got taken down a couple notches. I put, the, I put my weapons down Thursdays at 6 for who are these socials. But other, out, outside of that you know, hour and a half, I'm a Cush a Army soldier. And Johnny uh, Cush was talking about Carl mostly Carl. My name got mentioned in there briefly. But the one I found very interesting is now he's bringing Cardiff into the mix here. And apparently he has discovered who Cardiff is oh, now good. Cardiff. I apologize for doxing you here, but Johnny Cush, when Johnny Cush reports, we listen. So it's about time we all learn the real Cardiff electric that Johnny Cush is about to expose. Okay. One other
1: thing we got to, I got to mention one thing before we leave. And there's a guy that's harassing me like, just no tomorrow. And I don't know if you know who this <laughs> oh, guy is. Pause for a second. I
2: should set this up a little better. So th- well, last time I was on WATP, this guy started going after Carl. So we talked about him. His podcast, this is not our editing or anything. He sounds like he's on AM radio. He like sure it's does. It's the worst audio quality you've ever heard. I don't, I don't know how he could get it to sound that badly. Because it's not like a bad microphone. It sounds like bad transmission. It's crazy. Like he's in a bunker underground somewhere. Yeah. But he has a co-host tonight, some woman, who he keeps saying what a sexy voice she has. She sounds like a Midwestern housewife. Like it's, a, it's not, it didn't do much for me, but Johnny Cush, uh, his penis is working again, so he seemed fully aroused. Uh, so sorry, this is them talking about Cardiff.
1: You don't, because I haven't told you about him yet, but this guy's name is Cardiff. What is it? Cardiff.
3: Car-diff? <laughs> Whoa. Cardiff? Yes. Electric. <laughs> Cardiff. Cardiff? Cardiff? Cardiff. No, G-A-R-Diff. no, he's saying
4: Cardiff. It's very clear. What's wrong with you, well, when you, you dumb bitch? When you do AM hack fucking conversation, that's exactly what it sounds like.
5: <laughs> yeah, this I, sounds why? like an illegal recording. Yeah. Why
2: is it always from, like, Tony Michaels and Stuttering John doing this? For whatever reason, it's always Carl at the center of this, (laughs) this bit where people are like, what's the name of the podcast? It's his name's Kevin from why do I, what is it? It's not a good bit. I don't understand it. Yes, it's possible to not know the name of something. It doesn't mean they're not successful. I don't get it. If I was talking about uh, what is his name? Hank Stern is the radio host. I don't understand. It doesn't make him any less successful. I don't get that bit, but it's done constantly for whatever reason.
4: Let's continue here.
2: D I F F
4: Cardiff, car like in,
1: yeah. Oh, oh, okay. So I was sent some information about this guy. This guy's been talking shit, sending like crude emails, to, uh, voice emails to me and shit on my phone. What the and fun? he's this guy's nuts. So what this guy does is he goes on and he pretends he's he puts his lips on a potato. You remember how Kyle, like uh, Conan O'Brien used to the skits? For the- I truly don't know
4: how to make audio sound like this bad.
2: I don't think you could with all any mic equipment. Like I don't know how you would get it to sound this bad because you'd have to put it through... Yeah, fucking amplitude, amplitude modulation or whatever it is. I'm sure I like, could. I, I don't in, know how you could make it sound this bad.
4: I'm sure I couldn't post, but I don't know how to do that live. That's for sure. Yeah,
2: he's live. <laughs> and he's talking to this whole episode. He's talking about how much better the microphones are now. He's like, boy, we really upgraded the equipment. Finally, people can, uh, you know, get a pristine broadcast.
1: <laughs> you remember how, how like, uh, Conan O'Brien to the skits where the guy, they would cut the guy's mouth out and there'd be lips behind yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, that's so, creepy looking. That's silly go on. So this guy goes around and he talks shit voice to everybody. Right. He's like, mm. um, he, I think he's Carl, to be honest with you, but...
8: Yeah, probably, probably.
2: is. That's a whole other... That's wouldn't that be amazing? That wouldn't that be amazing puppetry if Cardiff was Carl? They've had literal conversations with each other.
4: I was gonna say the classic, if you've ever seen them in the same place, but I do every single week.
2: Constantly. Yeah. Too much, yeah. you might argue.
4: Yes.
1: much information. We don't even have time to get into it tonight, but... So I found out today, Cardiff Electric actually is a real company, and this man is awaiting trial for murdering two people at a
2: car wash.
1: My
4: God! I knew something was off with him.
2: (laughs) His research doesn't even make sense. I found out Cardiff Electric was a company, and he's awaiting trial. (laughs) (laughs) The company's killing people, like Silk Cardiff. Why would you do it? (laughs)
9: <laughs> what's this guy's name pass. again
2: Cush Johnny Cush yeah like sometimes him. it's funny miss, like, he must get, get auto corrected because some of his descriptions it says Johnny Cash and I'm like oh that's great for branding
5: <laughs> Oops. makes
2: it an easy google search
5: makes it go viral
2: yeah.
5: yeah. I gotta text Kevin Brennan and be like next guest Johnny Cush <laughs> <laughs> hates Carl oh, that would honestly you should try to get him on Kevin
2: Brennan's show thanks <laughs>
1: Um, Really? And it wasn't a uh, intentional murder. It was a murder committed by an idiot who didn't know how to do electricity, but yet has been uh, been an electrician for 30 years. He wired, (laughs) he wired the car wash wrong. Two people are out, they start washing their car, it's a live
2: spark, flies them right there.
4: Oh my God. And now he plays a potato
2: online. That's a great, I got to say, shame on Cardiff electric, terrible alias. If you're awaiting murder trial <laughs> to use the name of your company, that's apparently slaughtering people. <laughs> this Johnny Kush guy is a great character. It's tough. His longevity I think is, is tough. Cause I think what Carl's finding out now is like he plays, I can't tell if he's legitimately insane, or has like the mind of a 6-year-old where he just makes up shit like we have thou we have thousands of listeners all over the world like he just <laughs> says shit that you know isn't true but it seems like he believes it and i think he believes this like cardiff electric is a murderer thing i don't if it's a bit he's not doing a great job and if it's real, it's not an interesting character. It's weird. I don't know how
5: to take it. If real. it's real, it's terrifying because it gives me the impression like right after this, he's he's planning something, you know, like that, that guy where it was in the Midwest or wherever it was, he, yeah. he got in a tank essentially and ran down City Hall. The Killdozer. Guy who was a lot of, a lot of zoning disputes in, in his, on his background or something. Oh Kill, yes. Killdozer. Killdozer. Right. We've gone Killdozer, over that. Guy. Yes.
4: <laughs> that's uh, Mike Harris's favorite guy that's ever lived. I think.
5: That's right. <laughs> yeah, sort of an anti-hero. Very good show. Yeah. But he would leave behind a voicemail like this. It would sound exactly like this. Yeah, this is where I'm kind of wondering.
2: I want to promote this guy mainly because I'm thinking if he gets enough attention, there may be sort of a John Lennon situation with Carl, where he's gunned down in the streets by Johnny Kush, and that'd be fun for all of us. I think.
9: <laughs> <laughs> Hello. YouTube. Oh, he's got to live with that. He's <laughs> oh, goddammit. Great.
2: <laughs> there is more. I'm kidding, YouTube.
9: Oh, he's got to live with that. He's probably going fucking
1: crazy. He's still, uh, he's, he's, I got manslaughter charges against him. He's still waiting a court date, this guy. That's kind of sad. I'm sure if he didn't intentionally mean to kill him, that's, that's bad. I've been like, I kind of feel for him, but you're not going to send
2: nasty (laughs) emails. Within a matter of seconds, they've felt compassion for Cardiff electric who brutally murdered multiple people. (laughs) So yeah, I just wanted to expose Cardiff Electric. It was about time this guy got got his comeuppance,
5: and uh, it's enough oh, I, hiding behind the potato. We know who you are now. I agree with that. I am Team Kush in that regard. I can't tell you how many fat jokes Cardiff has lobbed my way on various streams and Twitter. He's a son of a bitch.
2: It's enough already. Yeah, he he has slandered. Why you laughing before? I don't care for that sort of humor.
4: But he's also he's also talked it up at the almost two seconds later. So
2: yeah, that's 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 the tough thing about Cardiff Electric because maybe while he was murdering these people he also, you know, delivered a baby. That's the kind of guy he is. You know, he brings life into the world and takes it away.
7: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Johnny Kush Johnny Kush is an interesting guy cuz I've never encountered there's no one that's that delusional. Like there are a lot of people in, you know, radio and podcasting that like lie about their audience, but he's someone who has no one listening to him. And pretends it's thousands of people like there are radio guys that don't have an audience and pretend they are, you know, number one, but on some level, there are at least a couple thousand. They're on the radio, so there got to be a couple thousand people accidentally listening to them with Johnny Cush. It's literally no one and he's pretending he's a famous guy, so I think that's a legitimate like schizophrenic.
5: <laughs> Orie Steeltoe, right? isn't that the same thing?
2: Ori Steeltoe, he could be, he could be Aaron. Oh, do you? So, are you? Uh, let me ask you this, Carlos, because I've been looking for someone to. Are you
5: a Steeltoe hater? Do you like what they do, or? I mean, I'm just, I'm not a fan. I'd listen yeah. to them when they were doing the Chad Zumach stuff. I was, you know, part of that pile on. I thought that was entertaining, uh, but I, I mean, I don't hate them. I'm not. I don't wish them jail time or thrown off their channel or anything like that. But do you know, could you explain to me the hatred? Cause like
2: I've tried, I think the, the begging for money is very douchey, very cringy and not sustainable. But other than that, like, is it just that that bothers people or is their content bad? Cause I haven't found a ton of clips where I'm like, Oh, I have to go at this guy. Cause he's, you know, Tom Myers level cringy. It's really just the, the begging for money that bothers me.
4: Well, speaking of, we got some
5: super chats, if you like me to read. Well, we'll get
2: to those in a moment, but let <laughs> Carlos answer first.
5: <laughs> I think it comes down to the fact, like, he just had that event at Stoney's, right? Or wherever in Minnesota, and it's sold out, and right. good for him. I think there people, some people don't like him because he is essentially a local radio guy. That's his forte. That's he has a following there in Minnesota, I guess, for for a while. But he builds himself up as this great broadcaster. I mean, the other, the WATP reaction to the WATP uh, guest host episode yes. about Steeltoe. I don't know if I'm yeah. making sense. I thought Carl hit it on the head the way, the way Aaron was comparing himself to Anthony Cumia. And it didn't sound like it was a bit. You know, bragging about what a great broadcaster yeah. he is. And it's like there's an arrogance there that I think turns some people off. And, yeah, the obsession with money is a thing. I also think if you've watched Melton do his stuff on Steel Toe, it, it's hard to – he, like, changed my view of Steel Toe because he made a lot of good points. Yeah. So, oh,
2: And I think – I don't know what Melton's point was. I, I'll have to check that out. But Like, I think overall, I agree with most people that a lot of it is cringy. The act of like, you know, I'm the greatest broadcaster. And because I literally heard him say, like, he named three P. He said it was like Anthony Cumia. There was another name he threw out there. And he's like, and other than those two people, there's really not another better broadcaster on the planet than me. Yeah. And I it's think like, that- really? Do you do you believe that? Like, do you believe that that's true? Yeah, you know,
5: I, I also, but that being said, I don't get the intense, you know, want to murder a guy hatred. That's the him. part I
2: don't understand is it doesn't yeah, seem I, to me like the the hatred matches the douchiness where like John, I do. Get, John's a fascinating character. And I think a lot of the things that he does deserves a genuine reaction, like where I can understand people getting angry at some of the shit John does. Aaron Imhol just seems like kind of a douche, but like whatever he does a, i is a fine enough show from what i've seen right or maybe, maybe not i
5: don't know oh i mean I'm not, it's it is what it is i don't I, yeah. it's not worth worth the time, I think, but hey, people like it that's that's good for them. I have, you know, my shitty podcast once a week, we do, we've been doing dabbler of the week and sort of as a goof, I I named Aaron the dabbler of the week because he had the whole, uh, he, he sold out stonies. He, he hit 10,000, uh, subscribers. Thanks to Kevin Brennan. I got like, people were legit angry. I got a couple of messages, you know, and I'm a small YouTube channel on Twitter. It's, it's showed up in chats. What a piece of shit I am. And it's like, Whoa, Whoa, I was kidding. But, there there's some people like there's no humor there there's there's a deep hatred for him <laughs> well I surely has the
2: same thing where um, yeah I did surely show once he had me on and like I've we've talked about him this is maybe like the third or fourth time we've talked about him and in those moments I haven't shit on him and I'll get comments afterwards like how does Shuly's nuts taste and Shuley great job tubs. sucking Shuly off and I'm like what what am I supposed he's been nice enough to me am I supposed to go on like hey fuckhead <laughs> What am I supposed to do do I why would I hate him I have no reason to
5: Yeah it's it's intense <sighs> All right um I don't think we have any Dabbleverse
2: stuff. Carlos, if you want to stick around for uh, the other nonsense that we do, you're more than welcome, but I don't want to take up too much of your time. You've been uh, very generous. so up I, I,
5: should, I should dip out. That was my right, dog bye. barking about an hour ago, and God knows where it shit upstairs, so I should probably right. handle that.
2: Well, go <laughs> so check out uh, Insufferable Bastards everywhere you get it. Go check out, uh, what's the uh, YouTube
5: channel so people can find it? Uh, I think Insufferable Bastards, Insufferable Bastards Podcast, something like that.
2: Perfect. Go check out uh, Carlos Danger. Uh, I enjoy his work that I've seen, so make sure you follow him. He's a friend of the show now, for God's sake. Uh-oh. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Thank you. Alright, brother. Alright, now back to basics. Just me and Craig. Like, people have been... Hey, one by one, people are getting what they want. Every time someone leaves the screen that isn't Craig, people yeah. are like, thank God. <laughs> That's right. More Craig time.
4: Uh, we got some super chats to get to.
2: Alright, let's catch um, up on those.
4: Here's the Entertainment Collateral is a five-star classic. FCD. Okay. Um... Justin again. <laughs>
2: uh, the more. Uh, okay. Hey, Justin, keep donating. Thank you.
4: <laughs> yes, he doesn't like to listen. I think you have to use reverse psychology yes. with this guy. <laughs> he doesn't like to listen. That's right. Uh, Craig with the drops, fire emojis. He's back. Ouija <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, says uh, five bucks. Thank you, sir. Mike, if you do another Craigless episode, you're going to need two canes.
2: I know I know I'll need all the support I can get this is
4: true. <laughs> uh Sarah sent in two super stickers thank you Sarah thank you, thank you. um we got uh Manny muskets, two dollars killdozer equals american hero happy labor Day fuck yeah
2: <laughs> i'm uh speaking of Justin, I'm excited to go in and uh. I think I think John Rich is the clear uh, front runner in this producer search. Can I I'm tell surprised you at the the pushback I got on that?
4: Can I tell you I am stunned that you haven't brought up Mick's, uh brief tenure with Blind Mike Project. that We had to let go because he stunk.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's not even really worth bringing up. It's just the same as all the other shit. Well,
4: like, it's it's all about being there, and yeah. the first thing he goes, well, "I need this." You, the
2: reason the reason I haven't. Felt the need to mention that is because like so for anyone that doesn't know Mick, uh, who's in the running for KMS producer, has um uh, what what would you say a year ago, two years ago,
4: uh, something like that. I don't remember the exact. I can't name. remember,
2: but uh, early on in the program, he reached out and said, uh, basically like, hey, you need the social media, you need someone doing like better clips for you and everything. Uh, I can be that guy. I said absolutely. Uh, I'll have Craig send you the episode. You can cut it up and you know, we'll, we'll see how you do. And, uh, then Craig did it and we never heard back from him. It was three, it
4: was three days later and he said something, uh, something was going on in his apartment building, obviously, which means his phone's broken.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think I had Craig follow up a second time and he was like, ah, yeah, he was busy with work or something like that. And then, um, I was like, all right, well, then we're fine. Because, like, <laughs> even if I was going to rely on him for clips, I don't want to be like, "Hey, guy, hey, gang, here's a clip from three weeks ago." Mick just got around to it, so he's no
4: ha- he's no hack ride.
2: He's no hack ride. Yeah. So, uh, that was our experience with him. The reason I haven't felt the need to mention it is basically just because I also understand cutting clips for me is different than cutting clips for the Kirkman ad show.
4: You show your- That's almost
2: the point I made to, on the show is like, yeah, he stopped doing his podcast and shit, but like these are not things that were getting a ton of traction. I, It is indicative of probably a larger problem, Yeah, but I guess I just think if he was working for Kirk, he would probably put more effort in than if he was cutting clips for this show. Like I'm aware of that also, you but, know? Do
4: you know if he stuck with that, he'd probably walk into this job at this point <laughs> if he had like i
2: don't experience. think that would mean anything to kirk like oh no i know but i mean
4: clips i mean there would be less doubt in everything he could do and he wants someone who's going to be there all the time you can't hear Maybe, you don't I, hear I, yeah, back that's from true him. of
2: anything if he did his podcast consistently yeah, yeah. I mean, then he wouldn't have those those questions around him i guess yeah You are
4: gonna show you want to do it uh the creep off again five dollars craig is com- just
2: all people that know me hey <laughs> thanks guys
4: <laughs> craig is complaining about fat jokes at his expense uh use this to buy a box of t- that was Carlos that was not me. Um, uh, Wes uh Little Reptile Family. <laughs> oh, I'm good I, new here. I realized just reading that I'm going to probably read something I shouldn't at one point. <laughs> 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 I didn't even think like tra- There's a great
2: one uh um two, uh, two great ones. Just Stuttering John recently read uh he's been reading the name Ray Pingyu for weeks. <laughs> Uh, and he, he glossed over it that I thought he was just like, oh, this guy is super chatting me, so I got to read his name, you know. Finally, last week, he, he laughed at it and he goes, I just got that. Ray Ping you. <laughs> <laughs> That's one like, how do you not get it? Yeah. And my other favorite was, uh, this one I might have said, but he, he's reading, um, reading the super chats and he goes, uh, Gabe Utsex. Make sure you send the link to Cardiff and Tuki. Gabe, <laughs> I sent the link to Cardiff and Tukey. <laughs> You're arguing with a man named Gabe Utz. <laughs> uh,
4: West Little Reptile Family, ten bucks. Blind Mike is the only person I've sent super chats, and Craig never reads them. You're the best, wow. Mike. Craig, well, not time. Cra- Craig, not so much.
2: <laughs> Why is Craig silencing? You?
4: Uh, uh, Justin again. <laughs> guy, Let's get hashtag thank you Craig going in the chat
2: Yes, hashtag thank you Craig for all uh, you
4: do uh, Casey Armstrong, great show guys You're right about everything, P.S. Carlos made me a gay
2: it's just, I suspect that's not the real Casey Armstrong It might be, it very much <laughs> yeah, might who be Who knows
4: <laughs> but, uh, All caught up there
2: Alright, you want to get to uh,
4: Dave Portnoy's pizza review? Yeah, the best pizza review ever
2: so I saw Kirk retweeting this and then, uh, they mentioned it on the show on Friday, mm-hmm. but like I watched it for a minute and I was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't get, I'm not getting it. I didn't understand, uh, what the big deal was. I didn't wait till, uh, five minutes in when the guy comes back. <laughs> I thought it was kind of like a, whatever. So Dave Portnoy is, uh, outside of dragon pizza here in Somerville, Massachusetts. And uh, most of you guys have probably seen this by now, but I thought it was worth covering where um, Portnoy is accosted by a business owner. And I don't forget during the pandemic. Well, and he'll make sure to remind this guy Dave Portnoy did a lot for small business. He sure did. And he's done a lot for pizza places. has, Doesn't he have like the one bite pizza festival or something? I think that's this week, right? There you go. This was a good promotion for that. Yeah. Uh, but not all pizza boys respect uh, the one bite man himself.
0: Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes. Enjoy your pizza as any customer, but I don't appreciate what you do coming in and judging a business with one bite. Well, well, we do more. (laughs) Now, that seems like a
2: joke. It does. (laughs) Because the whole bit is one bite, everyone knows the rules, and then get this gang. He takes he takes a little more than one bite. <laughs> that's, that's sort of the fun, the jocularity that Dave Portnoy has. So I thought this was like a bit, if you were making, if Portnoy hosted SNL, <laughs> that would be a line in a sketch where a guy comes out and just doesn't get the bit that he's doing. <laughs> so I thought? thought this was a joke at first, but.
4: I did at first too, especially because what he's wearing—it's all funny. Have you ever been this to this place? This is what place?
2: I'm saying. Is like at first I thought it was a, the first time he comes out. I was like, maybe he's fucking around, and we just don't get it. So let's finish that up.
4: Have you ever eaten at this place?
2: No, never heard of it.
4: Uh, I have once or twice. I didn't love it or hate it.
2: But so can I say also, Dave, in the beginning of this review, is very—he's he, saying like, ah, you know what? We might have this could be our fault. We might have chosen the wrong piece. And he has said, I think he said this when he was on live with Kirk a couple weeks ago. Where he goes, it's tough. I, I I feel guilty giving businesses a bad review. Like he seemed like he wouldn't give play. You know, he's not going to give anyone a four out of ten anymore because he feels bad uh, doing that to businesses. So uh, that's where things get really interesting with this guy. This
0: is my spot. Oh, I nice. hope you enjoy your pizza, but I don't appreciate what you do to small businesses. Why well, help? The good news is like, I don't you know, see it that terrible way. Terrible school. <laughs> That guy, well, Dom of the Year. Can I ask you? Yeah. What was his problem? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so this is this guy Dom of the Year that's just chatting Portnoy's ear off, and uh, he makes a comeback at the end of this, which is t- tremendous. But but uh, Portnoy is getting recognized on the streets. By the way, is Portnoy getting accosted all over town? Because I also saw a TikTok. I don't know when this was from. I hadn't heard anyone discuss this. I saw a TikTok of another incident where Portnoy was out on the street. And some woman comes up to him and says, like, hey, you're a rape apologist. <laughs> and and, start, and starts like dressing him down. Is he getting accosted everywhere he goes now? I feel like he is, He's either loved
4: or hated all the time and loudly wherever he is.
2: So here's an interesting thing. We were uh, out with a few friends the other night and uh, we were talking about this. And this is what happens when people like listen to they know half a story. Because this one girl was like, "Oh yeah, but doesn't he like kind of do shitty things to small businesses <laughs> and I now, now I have to defend this fucking guy <laughs> I know actually uh, the barstool fund did a lot for them and he feels guilty giving people a bad score <laughs> now I'm out like just in my regular life like no he's a good man yeah, as
4: you can as he at, at some point in this review explains how he doesn't give bad scores anymore because he doesn't want to Tank anywhere except for I think LeBron James's pizza place.
2: Yeah, and I think uh, Dragon Pizza doesn't mind tanking at this point either. No. So the guy walks away. Um, and that seemed to be it. That's what I th- I was like, oh, this got way overhyped. That wasn't that big a deal. No, it. Gets, Shame on me. I should have yeah. kept watching. It gets fantastic. Yeah, this is tremendous. When the guy comes back outside and says, "No, no, no," I've I've been in many of these arguments where I'm like. You're not understanding my point. I'm going to have to come back out and make my point again.
0: <laughs> Let me be a little clearer. Move on. Don't stand in front of my business. Let me be clear. Fuck Let me know. be clear. Fucking <laughs> here. Fuck I, fuck.
2: I mean, that was a very quick Portnoy is not giving one ounce of thought into maybe I should uh take it easy on this guy. He He's he's
4: definitely back to not giving a shit.
2: <laughs> I, I think it's clear who owns the company now. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Let me give you one thought. Fuck you. <laughs> Let
0: me be a little clearer. Move on. Don't stand in front of my business. Let me be clear. Fuck Let you. Let me be clear. <laughs> fuck. Get you. the fuck out of fuck front
4: you. of my business. Fuck you. Fuck, fuck <laughs> okay, so Dom in the year just putting his face on camera and saying Dom in the year is terrific.
2: <laughs> oh, he's great. We'll get to him, too, in a second. But what I think is great is also, like, someone's walking down the street. They just, you know, they're going to college in Boston. It's their freshman year. They're from the Midwest, let's say, moving to a new place, and they're like, Boston's probably not so bad, the big city, you know? <laughs> and they're, they're taking a stroll, maybe out to get a slice themselves, and they see this on display in the middle of so- Davis Square in Somerville.
0: Be clear. Fuck get you. the fuck out fuck front of my business. You. Fuck you. I <laughs> <fucking motherfucker. laughs> yeah, am <laughs> <laughs> on the street, motherfucker. Yeah, but that Millionaire
3: Dave
2: Portnoy on the street.
4: I can't believe I'm actually seeing this in the wild.
2: Arguing with a pizza man. <laughs> that seems like a weird dream. Like I had a dream that Pornoy was screaming, fuck you at a pizza guy while a barstool fan is promoting himself into
0: the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Your business. Yeah, but this is my business. Fuck you! fucking you! Police. He's right across the street. Go get him. What are you gonna tattle, tattle me off for? Standing on a public street. He's being a fucking. Your, t- your shirt size <laughs> is too small, so you. Just go. Fuck <laughs> yourself and the whole you fucking platform you're on. Oh, you don't like the platform? You're a joke to me, dude. You know what? You're Take making your a joke. your fucking show and your fucking game and go somewhere else. Blah blah blah. I, By the way, I raised what? fifty million dollars for small business. You you're all blah, blah, talk, dude. Fifty you're all million? Was that all talk? Yeah, kind of like that New York. Times article here we go. (laughs) (laughs) It always comes back
2: to that, doesn't it? It sure does. This is again where I'm saying I'm now I'm now in my own personal interactions where people bring that up, and I'm like, "Well, it was misreported.
4: (laughs) It was horrible journalism." (laughs) Did you see the one and a half hours long PowerPoint presentation Dave made on it,
2: (laughs) (laughs) which seemed totally sane?
4: Yeah. Although, I probably would have done the same fucking thing, to be honest. Oh,
2: absolutely, yeah. It just felt like Lenny Bruce reading the transcript. Right.
0: Oh, exactly. your shirt's six sizes too small. I don't care. i was sorry, you're who... a fucking chill. Oh, you work hard? Yeah, maybe... maybe like, bar, 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 bar. Bar. My you're man. So, so Arguing like a toddler? Shit, dude. How? Tell me how. You're a fucking clown. How? I run a business? Hold on, hold
2: on. Now, I, I'll, now I'll take uh, the other guy's side. How am I a clown? Well, let's rewind three seconds to
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> me, a clown. <laughs>
0: like I amuse you. I work hard. Everybody's I sold my out. business twice. 100 million, 400 million bought back for a buck. That's a clown. Everything since I got in this business that you represent is an embarrassment. It would have
2: great. I'm trying to, again, I'm taking both sides of the argument here. It would have been great if this guy was like, they lose a million dollars a month. <laughs> Do your research if you're going to be a tough guy like this, buddy. Come on. Come out with figures like that. Like
0: raising 50 million for small everything. business? Name everything. Everything. Name everything. Name it. Everything. You I have to name one thing. Game. You have to name one thing. I make pizza. It's great. It sucks, you're actually. you Name one thing. Name one thing, There he is. I'm giving up too much of my time. All you've said is everything, everything. Name one thing. You're a fucking <laughs> joke. Name one thing. <laughs> name one <laughs> <too much laughs> Clown. I love million dollars worth of game. The best. That's my favorite. I like how Dom of the Year. (laughs) Rewind that for a second.
2: Portnoy is having this this epic the the, the greatest pizza review ever. He's having a battle with this guy where the guy is essentially calling him a thief and a rapist. (laughs) And Dom of the Year is not, he's not listening to any of that. He's waiting for silence so that he can compliment. Uh, Gillian Wallow or whatever the fuck those guys' names are.
4: <laughs> well, I like I like how he uh, um, jumps it. He knows this is going to go viral, and he just keeps jumping in, saying his name, and getting as much camera time as possible.
2: Yeah. Let, let's see this again. Where the, I mean, the timing on this guy is impeccable.
0: You've given up too. I've given up too much. Of my time. All you've said is everything. Every name. One thing. You're a fuck. Name joke one thing. thing clown i love million dollars worth of games the The best best. (laughs) i like how dom of the year just slides right back in like mid convo (laughs)
4: like nothing ever happened (laughs) where were we
2: (laughs) (laughs) now dave what you're probably thinking right now is what's dom of the year's take on other barstool podcasts
4: He's probably like you I you know
2: I'm a pardon my take fan, but let's get into the deeper stuff. Dave probably knows
4: this is going viral too, and this guy's just promoting more barstool stuff. So he's <laughs> I'm surprised he's yeah, not I hired so. yet.
2: <laughs> yeah. So what was there uh, was there talk of that? Is this a content guy? Do we know who Dom of the Year is? I have I didn't no know looking into it.
4: But. He used to work at that pizza shop, and. Uh, he was saying it during the review. He's like, "I used to work here," and I don't think anyone believed him. And then he actually had receipts and posted a video of him making pizzas in the kitchen there.
2: <laughs> I'll tell you what was stunning that I thought got glossed over is uh, was it? I think it was Dom of the Year that said. So John Rich asked him to come on Kirk's show. Yep. And I guess Dom of the Year said no, but like, I'll go. I'll come back on in a month to promote my album. <laughs> That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. I'll come back on when the heat dies down.
4: <laughs> yeah, when it's not popular and no one gives a shit anymore, I'll be there.
2: Yeah, it's like if the Bagel Boss guy was like, "Ah, I'll get back to you at Christmas time." How's that?
4: <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, that was that was incredible. Yeah, it's funny because uh, I didn't see. I like I said, I gave it a shot and was like, "Ah, eh, that seemed overblown." And then I think it was on somewhere on Reddit. Where I saw the rest of the clip, I was like, well, I got to check the second half of that now.
4: <laughs> uh, Casey Armstrong, two bucks. For real, it's me. You're doing a great job. Thanks.
2: Oh, thank you, Casey. A radio legend. Oh, yeah. yeah, so Casey goes on with uh, her stuttering. John comes on Casey's show and just like needles him for money. Like Casey's getting these super chats. And the whole time, John's like, you know, those should really be for me. People are here to watch me. Like boy, you're really doing a friend a favor here. That's nice.
4: He's such a greedy
2: asshole. And then, you know, if I knew uh, Casey Armstrong was going to be watching, I would have pulled these clips. Maybe, but <laughs> I was watching their show from the other night, where uh, jo- John claims that like they're good, but he loves Casey, he really cares about him. And uh, Casey is 47 years old, and John says, uh, is, y- "Is your dad still around?" And Casey's like, "No, he died when I was 21." And John goes, wow, I'm really sorry to hear that. He's like, yeah, I've moved on from it. I'm I'm okay. And then you can tell Casey doesn't want to talk about it. It's a sensitive issue. Because John's asking, like, do you miss your father? <laughs> Did you have any regrets? Anything you wanted to say to him? And Casey's like, yeah, that's not really the show I'm trying to do. I don't want to cry on air right now. So let's move on. And John's like, nah, 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 Case. We got to hash this out. It's like, John... You're not a fucking therapist. You're not the person in case you should be exploring this if, with.
4: If you're a true friend, you can call me when we're <laughs> done here.
2: Right. Yeah, yeah. In case you kept saying, this is a phone conversation, John. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah,
4: exactly.
2: Uh, yeah, so uh, tremendous pizza review. Oh, we got to get to Shab now. That's the other thing I tease that we definitely have to get to. Mm. So Thick Boy merch. Um, mm. I mentioned uh, I was on with Um, Carl and Vinny, on The Creep Off the other day. Those boys do a tremendous job. By the way, they exposed something I had never seen. Have you seen these before? You might be more uh, in touch with this side of things than me back in uh, 2020. I don't know Theo Vaughn at all. I've only started, recently started checking out some of his stuff and I actually think he's very funny. I resisted him for a while, Mm -hmm. but he's a pretty funny guy. In like 2019 ish, like before Delia got accused of all this stuff, Theo Vaughn was on multiple podcasts and Chris Delia's name would get brought up, and like it would be like, oh Chris Delia like gets all these women and everything, and Theo Vaughn's like, yeah, but they're all 17, <laughs> and everyone's like, whoa, 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 we'll move on, and he's like, ah, I'm kidding, <laughs> but Theo Vaughn was like this truth sayer before anyone else. I had never seen that before. It was pretty interesting.
4: Um, I've seen the clips go like, uh, once in a while, you'll see like,
2: uh, I assume they circulated. Yeah. But yeah. I, I don't think I'd seen them before.
4: I think I might, I might've saw them like a year ago, something like that.
2: But we talked about, uh, we talked about my boy, Brendan Shaw on there as well. And something that came to my attention recently, I remember this getting thrown around, um, at the time of the Bud Light controversy. And I didn't think there was any substance to it. It seems I have to step in yet again. <laughs> And defend my boy, Brendan Schaub, who's an innovator. He starts trends constantly. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, he had a Bud Light joke that uh, went viral. And it was very original and not at all hack. (laughs) And not something like a a nine-year-old would say to his buddies in fourth grade. (laughs) Uh, So can we hear this Bud Light joke that he had that was uh, uh, circulating on Reddit a few months ago?
9: about you're homeless. We're an American Idol for homeless. We have the
0: best of. The best. You're homeless. My your homeless is though your homeless is fucking aggressive. Yeah. You're homeless super aggressive You yeah. and my brother are getting around by scooters? We we'll go by one homeless guy. And nice jeans Oh. <laughs>
2: oh whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, hold on, pause. This was recorded in like March. it was a different time.
4: Yeah, yeah, of uh, you nine- can
2: Throw around f slurs back then. This was, Remember those are the good old days.: This was definitely 97. So I don't want anyone <laughs> I don't want anyone taking that out on Brendan. It was a different time.:
4: I will say it's the only word not typed out on, <laughs> on this video. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, your mind can wander. Who knows what it was?
0: I'm sure you don't know) <laughs> To be fair, though, I was, I was drinking a Bud Light. I was drinking a Bud Light. That's what they do, right, Brendan? Mm-hmm. Off. The Bud do it, man. It's, it, within the genes is the Bud
9: Light. How <laughs> right, about Bud Light? God, they messed up. Huh? <laughs> Boy, they just didn't leave the room, did they? They just, they don't know their audience.
1: They had a mark, and was like, yeah, we're just trying to get rid of that bro culture. It's not what we want to represent. It's like, you do not know who drinks Bud Light. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I don't see the problem with Bud Light. Like, do you know, I like Bud Light? like, dude, people so home float, like, oh, you're drink Bud Light
9: turn gay? Deep? Get it out of here. Nice. Did you see these
10: deep
4: <laughs> Yes, we did. Oh oh <laughs> you know,
2: that again? <laughs> Yeah, I remember uh, Carlin doing a similar bit in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> it's, very, it's very highbrow stuff. Now, uh, unfortunately, Brendan started getting accusations of uh, joke stealing. So people on uh, TikTok and Reddit and all over the place were claiming that Brendan stole this joke. Now, <clears throat> I paid this no mind, but Brendan addressed it recently, so we have to acknowledge it. So this is someone on TikTok, that made this joke and is claiming Brendan stole it.
8: So everybody's been fucking saying, dude, that Bud Light sponsored a tranny or some shit, dude. And uh, apparently it makes you gay. I'm like, the fuck, man? Been drinking Bud Light for fucking years, man. And I don't see how it makes you gay.
2: Now, I have to say, this is clearly parallel thinking. I mean, this is two high-minded uh, uh <laughs> cultured people <laughs> that I think came to the same conclusion. There's no way that Brendan stole this joke. I think he got there on his own. Believe me. If there's any joke that Brendan has told that I think he got there on his own, it's probably this one. <laughs> that I will absolutely. I'll pass a lie detector test if you ask me that. I don't. I think Brendan was able to think of deep throating a Bud Light. In fact, I think it's probably a joke a joke he makes every time he drinks any sort of bottlenecked beverage.
4: That that is possible.
2: So, so therefore, uh, that's why I think it's ridiculous that Brendan was forced <laughs> to finally address it. I don't
4: enjoy the chat saying I look just like that guy.
2: It was Probably you. Yeah. That's, that seems like, again, like your type of humor.
4: That's a me joke, right, guys?
2: Yeah. <laughs> so that was, by the way, from the YouTube channel, uh, T-Fat K. I guess he's the representation of the subreddit on YouTube. And then uh, another intrepid reporter. Man, we know as Scion Z, who you may now know as Unique. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was doing some reporting of his own. So on a recent episode of The Golden Hour, Brendan addressed this controversy. And I think this holds a lot of water. I, I, yet again, support my boy. Holds a lot of beer. Wow, even like with the I did this Bud Light thing when it was like first popping on the Bud
6: Light. I mean you guys are crazy, man. Bud Light to make you gay uh, Deep throw on stage. So I was like, oh, this guy, he's like some, you know, he's like an Instagram comic. Like he did this first. I'm like, all right, dude, like you're sitting there watching. It's not bullshit, that good, dude. dude. It's a let him have it. Fool. a fart. I was like, it's a throwaway.
0: Yeah, I mean, exactly. Deep throwing a Bud Light. Game, yeah. Not to make the well, I mean, that's a, the that
4: is the correct argument. Yes.
2: <laughs> Tell him, Brendan, go get him. Get these motherfuckers. <laughs> you have hours of material, bro. <laughs> You don't need that shit. Throw it away. Yeah, the, the amount of other gay jokes you have of that it's same level—it's <laughs> endless, frankly. <laughs> so I'm glad. I think Brendan is yet again maturing. I think so. So, at the end of the month, we got Skankfest, baby. We're gonna find out how Brendan handles all of this.
4: I think he's going to do... He's going to do himself a lot of favors. I'm not saying it's going to be funny, but...
2: I hope so. I hope he does. But here's the thing. I don't need Brendan to be hilarious. <laughs> what I need Brendan to be... And I was thinking about this recently. where Because I was thinking about this for Stuttering John also. Because Stuttering John was a great character on the Howard Stern show because he has a guy like Howard kind of manipulating that. That's why... So many people, myself included, are good on Kirk's show because Kirk knows how to bring uh, certain aspects of people's personality out. I think that's where Brendan would be great if Brendan had someone like that that was able to manipulate personalities. Like I think, honestly, Brendan and Louis J. Gomez or Tim Dillon doing a show together could be masterful. And I know Lewis would be willing to do it. He definitely would. So if Brendan could have someone like that That could kind of orchestrate Brendan's hilarity Find the parts of Brendan's personality That are genuinely funny It might not be the parts that Brendan thinks are funny But if he could find someone like that And I think Skankfest is going to be the avenue Where he does this Now what I have to figure out Do I wear my Thick Boy merch to this?
4: Uh, This
2: is tough No one will understand it
4: (laughs) They're going to think you're like not one of them. You're an outsider. Right, yeah,
2: that's what I'm saying. I don't want to get beat up in the, in the parking lot, you know?
4: But, but then again, you've been to enough of these that you assume that you'll be like, oh, familiar face.
2: Right, I could call for help. Right. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> <Remember>? <laughs>
4: uh, dang lizard, uh, five euros, I think. Uh, Brendan also said Bud Light is like blind Mike. It can't read a room.
2: <laughs> Whoa, I should ask Carlos about that. <laughs>
4: What about the repeated uh, room reading jokes?
2: Yeah, Brendan's not that clever. I don't know if he would come up with something that (laughs) deep. (laughs) Uh. Uh, Well, speaking of the fighter and the kid, I guess we could play this uh, Callan cut because I don't know if Brian Callan is resorting to like... Actually, this seemed genuine. So, Brian Callan got all pissed off. He's on a conspiracy show with Sam Tripoli. And they're arguing about conspiracies. And guess, get this, guys: Sam Tripley, host of Tinfoil Hat and uh, the Conspiracy Social Club, with Brian Callen, who you know loves like Alex Jones and believes in QAnon and all this shit. Who does? I think. Yeah, who doesn't? <laughs> he said something a little wacky, <laughs> and this is how Brian Callen took it. I can't tell. I'm undecided if I'm like. Ah, good for Callen for not putting up with this shit. But it's also like, know what podcast you're on. What the fuck are you doing?
3: Okay, here's my problem, guys. And you have to be, I mean, this is a real problem. So now you guys are fucking, all you conspiracy guys are putting this fucking dude on blast. And you don't know for real. So what you're doing right now, hold on. You're, you're taking all you guys are taking this chief of this chief of the emergency response and you're trying to ruin his fucking life what are you, with all oh your my rumors God, and it's Brian. irresponsible Brian, it's irresponsible know. Brian did you say what is the worst take I can take on this video so what are you doing is that about? What you, so what are you doing, you're, you doing the same, your you're doing the same, bit, same thing with this guy Ray, Ray Epps decimal you guys did the same shit with Ray, Ray Epps the old library you dance. did the same well, shit really? with Ray Epps you're doing the same shit Brian, with this because Ray Epps is a fed he just got arrested he just got arrested Sam. He's a fed Brian? He got arrested Yeah because okay? he's a fed. No he's he not a fed. He's a fed. No he's not. He, he got arrested Brian do you understand what that the is? This is so irresponsible I'm not going to do this because I think it's irresponsible hold on, hold on. and
2: you're. Uh, this is interesting he's like this is so irresponsible like Sam Tripoli believes that the elite drink baby's blood and all that shit like I, I have no issue with Sam Tripoli it's just like he's a radical conspiracy theorist. Yeah. and Brian's like hey I can't stand for this. He does a podcast with the guy every week and watch how he reacts to this.
4: He also does a podcast with a uh, sexual criminal. (laughs) (laughs) Has no issues no what that's are you talking true.
3: about that's true that's true good point fucking <laughs> putting this guy on blast and he's getting his life fucking harassed by a bunch of idiots who don't know anything oh okay my, and it's oh irresponsible gosh, so, 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 so so, let me get this straight the so the fucking chief so wait the chief of response he started it. the fires not, go, so I'm the go. chief of response started the fires and he's a murderer and that's why and he killed the secretary fucking bullshit Sam not cool when you do that to someone do you don't you know, know that, know that he told people they couldn't leave Shut up! I'm not Brian, doing that. no. I'm, I'm gonna walk If what you, we're gonna do, you,
2: what really saying here is like, oh, so you're saying he raped? He was dating the girl, and twenty, it was twenty years ago, and she doesn't have her story straight. And you're just gonna say he raped her? And it's like, Brian, I think uh we're not talking about the murder anymore. We? <laughs> <laughs> we're just talking
3: about journalism in general, huh? <laughs> I'm going to walk, walk off, off fuck Brian, fuck because off. where are we'll all fucking you guys start now So you're gonna die. Evil. So now this guy's gonna walk around and Brian, he's gonna, and he's to gonna ruin his fucking of life. Good versus evil, right Sam, now. Sam, Sam, Brian, you don't know this guy. You don't Brian, know the fucking details. This and this is, is where your bullshit. To this come. is where your bullshit and all your fucking people go after one guy and ruin all his life. All your fucking. So, so people. you're going after this guy. Li- yeah. He already fucked up. Wouldn't that be our people? I don't
2: see. I, I think the point of this podcast is that like Brian Callen is supposed to bring sanity to the Sam Tripoli world. Ah. You know, it's almost like a uh, like Sam Tripoli is supposed to be ma- presenting the argument and Brian Callen's the judge and jury. Gotcha. I think that's the, the point of this, if I'm not mistaken, but this again is, it seems very emotional to be on a, a podcast like this with this guy. It would be like if you were doing a show with Jerry And we're like, boy, this is awfully extreme to one side, Jer.
4: (laughs) I have done that. (laughs) I I have done that. Good, good, good. Uh, The Ray Epps thing, though, it's like, that's the one you're going to go with. I don't
2: know enough about it to know who's right.
4: At at very least, Ray Epps is on camera telling people to storm the Capitol,
2: (laughs) at least. (laughs) Well, again, I think, so I think this is Brian Callen saying like, so you can just accuse someone of rape now, huh? <laughs> that's not what we're talking about, Brian.
4: <laughs> you're just going to get divorced because your wife's embarrassed to be with you in public, huh?
2: <laughs> oh, I guess it's going to ruin your life for a while, and you have to do this podcast because you get thrown off the fighter and the kid. Is <laughs> that what you're saying
4: about Ray Epps? You're part of a really popular series, The Hangover. You're not going to get work ever again, huh?
2: Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> oh, sure. The Goldbergs is never going to have Ray Epps back on. Oh,
3: I guess that's what you're saying, eh, Sam? <laughs> Brian, he might have been just shitty at his Brian, job. How about that? Brian, but now you guys are tying in the Brian, fucking Vegas shooting with this guy, and he's yeah. responsible for the Vegas shooting and yeah. this. No. and Let's go out. Well, now it's personal,
4: Mike. Do you have a change of heart?
2: Hey, wait a second. <laughs> I enjoyed when uh, the Donald Trump caller said that uh, at least Stephen Paddock finished the job. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's a great one. Uh. Term. It's fucking retarded shit. Hey, oh you, should, you should not yeah, do this. Brian, this is where I draw no, the line. Sam, and if Brian Sam. says to you. I'm not going to do it. If you guys are going to, I'm going okay. to leave. Bye, no, 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 bye. No, 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 we're not going to no, 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 We're not, no, no, we're not, no, not if doing it If you're going to talk about this, if we're going to bring no, this guy up, I'm going to leave. not doing it No, it's serious. It is serious. I do care. It is serious. Because you ruined you ruin people's lives. with this. All you fucking assholes are going to people's lives. All right, all right. If you don't put this out, I am will lose my score. Yeah, because you want to gang up on somebody, you don't even know what. about. About this guy, you want to ruin his life. You You want to ruin this guy's life. Do you know much about this guy? You don't know shit about this guy. Can we take him? No, no. you fucking guys want to fucking. No, 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 you want this guy (laughs) to make a Patreon
2: that he's going to get thousands of people to subscribe to and then not put any work into. That's what you want to (laughs) do?
4: He is really mad. There's something else going on with him.
2: You want this guy? You want you want Ray Epps to give a tearful apology and separate himself from Chris D'elia? That's what you're saying. <laughs> that you should pretend he never went on the road with Chris D'elia and that they were never even really friends. That's what you wanted, a Ray Epps.
4: <laughs> Ray Epps, most popular, is friends with the most popular broadcaster in America, and he just forgets about him. That's what you're trying to tell me.
2: Oh, I guess Ray Epps <laughs> won't be invited to the mothership. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: After this guy, you don't yeah, know shit about this yeah, guy, Brian. I'm Do you know about this guy? About? So you think this guy should be in jail? He's a fucking murderer. No, Brian, that's I what think you're saying. She has questions. Bullshit. What happened. You're here, saying Brian. he's a murderer, Sam. He's got kids. I'm it's saying, fucked up. I'm, I'm saying no. You yeah, guys Brian, ruin people's you know, lives with this kids? bullshit. People lost their kids. Oh, that's the question. He's got kids
2: that think that he cheated on their mother. <laughs> <laughs> and he's in the midst of a custody battle right now.
3: He's yeah. responsible. Right, no, but he's we're working for the government. No, you're not why asking questions. Guy, no, you're not. Why? No, you're, did not, this asking guy questions you're not asking
2: questions. You're saying Ray Epps has to move to Dallas so he can work with <laughs> Stephen Crowder gonna... and get the red light turned on him. I That's I what was... you're saying his career's been <laughs> reduced to. I was just going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so Ray Epps has to pretend Stephen Crowder's funny now. That's what you're saying.
4: (laughs) Yeah, you tell me Ray Epps really loves Rumble, aren't you?
2: (laughs) Oh, you're saying the audience is going to look at Ray Epps as a poor man's Dave Landau. Oh, great. Yeah, fine. The audience is going to yearn for the days of Dave Landau instead of Ray Epps.
3: Well, they couldn't leave. Who the fuck why knows, Sam? did he fucked the cops up. not I mean, let let
2: Sam, Nick DePaolo wouldn't put up with you treating Ray Epps like this. <laughs> it makes you wonder why Ray Epps is tolerating it. <laughs>
7: <laughs> People
4: it's a tsunami Shut the fuck up. No, it's this so loud, guy right? is having a... Is that Schaub? Oh, is he just in the background? Hold on, right? I'm rewinding a little. That sounded like Shabb. Having a didn't go back far enough. Sam
3: hey, he did did the, the cops up not let, it's let people leave. Shut the fuck up. No, no is this it is? guy is it does sound like Shabb. Right? That sounds
4: like Shabb.
2: <laughs> just deep throating a butt light. Hey guys, look at me. <laughs> He's using it, distracting mom and dad from <laughs> fighting. Using it as a seat, being like, huh? Does this work? <laughs> <Is> <laughs> what this- are the gay jokes? Can I make?
4: <laughs> is this original? I'll open it with my butt cheeks.
3: Having a a to come, Brian. <laughs> 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 Brian definitely should. Cro- Brian, no, because I go, cro- yeah, one hundred percent. I'm not doing this. Okay, bye. Doing this. bye. Have a great day. Fun of no, Brian, because
2: no, your your <laughs> Ray Epps would never
3: tell jokes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> good, I, good for Sam though, because there's an element that's taken over podcasting. Uh, that's gotten lost from like the radio days. Like radio was much more, they loved the fighting. Podcast isn't like that. And to be fair, I'm not like that. Like I, I don't love tension and confrontation like that. Mm-hmm. So maybe in the same situation, I wouldn't behave this way. But I respect that Sam's just like, all right, see you later. Because <laughs> I think Sam knows this fucking maniac walking out of a conspiracy podcast is better. I would never be watching this episode if it wasn't for this instant.
4: Uh, Manny Musket says uh, two bucks wear the thick boy merch
2: (laughs) do I do it so here's the thing the hat maybe I could get away with do I wear the baseball jersey
4: the the hat you can get away with because like people who know will know yeah the jersey is like please someone strike that's
2: saying hey look at me guys (laughs) the thick boy is here (laughs) I'm also you have to remember I've got a cane so I'm already catching the eye to some extent.
4: Yeah, it's kind of like know? and then the thick boy is going to be the focal point of your getup. So they're going to yeah. see the cane and their eyes going to immediately draw to the baseball. Walking jersey. in
2: like I feel like walking to Skankfest with a thick boy merch and a blind man's cane is like a, anywhere else like with a top hat tuxedo and a, <laughs> a scepter. And
4: <laughs> you're going to feel extra pressure to have to put him over when he's doing his set.
2: <laughs> Good one, right gang? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Do the one about Boston <laughs> Boston Dynamics <laughs> You got an, you, The government You took a tour of Boston Dynamics The government can't see that shit But you sure can <laughs> uh, Brian Kowalsik I don't know how to pronounce it I'm sorry buddy Uh, 10 bucks I may need to turn this off My name over and over <laughs> Brian. Uh, Nick West 2 bucks Mike's gay lol
2: Whoa, 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 Nick. That has not been confirmed. I don't have children. Nope. Doesn't there have wood on this wall
4: behind it. I think there is a little bit of wood, yeah. Yeah. So maybe.
2: I guess. Oh, heads up. <laughs> a real bone smoker, as Craig would call me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: uh, fucking killing.
2: Um. Trying to think. What else do we have left that we need to tackle here? Uh, oh well we should do the holy trinity Of retards from LA If we're talking about Callan and Shaw Brian, I, Brendan I didn't mean it what about you uh, Should we play the Chris D'Elia video as well
4: The laugh the hardest laugh
2: Hardest laugh Brendan's ever had Now keep in mind gang I guess we should play this with the context of What if Louis C.K. did this <laughs> <laughs> You know Cause I got a lot of pushback on my Louis C.K. take People don't agree with me whatever but at least he's, for the most part, gone away in this respect. He's not doing things like this. Now, just imagine a sexual predator puts out a viral clip where he's talking about a habit that he has. Now, on the creep-off, me, Carl, and Vinny talked about a, a habit that he had where um, one, of the, one of the allegations against Chris is that uh, he took his penis out in the car with a woman. And um, that woman was crying and d- had to leave the vehicle.
7: I told him, I
6: said, don't do a kiddie porn.
2: I think that's what she said to him as she was uh, tearfully leaving the vehicle. Yeah. I <laughs> said, That's the one drop we have. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, Chris Dillian has been known to take his penis out. It seems like it happened. It was in a few of the allegations. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it seems like he's learned his lesson. Because he's not doing that with young women anymore, at least. And, it, you know, the thing about uh, sexual predators is that if they're doing things sometimes, it's definitely not indicative of uh, more, more, what's the word I'm looking for? Frequent behavior.
3: <laughs> Habits. It's
2: certainly not, yeah, it's definitely not indicative of a habit. That's what I was looking
3: for. <laughs> I never seen someone laugh so hard than when I was on the road with Joe Coy. I took my dick out, <laughs> and I was playing it with the guitar, with this song. And it was me and him alone in a hotel room, and I was playing my dick as the guitar with this song. What? The dick, just-
2: <laughs> That's so cool, Chris. <laughs> this is
4: definitely a story he should not tell.
2: This is a def- definitely a really funny story of hanging out with your boys. Is there anything worse than, like, the frat guy that felt the need to take his dick out all the time? No. If, if there's a gag, I'm trying to think of, like, I can't even think of a context where it would be great. But the idea of, like, hey, my penis is out, it's like, oh, hysterical. <laughs> but I, I think that's something you shake off, you like, after college. Like, in college and shit, I, I definitely get it.
4: Chris is a father in his 40s. I love that. In college, I completely understand.
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, college is college, you know, frat boy humor, whatever. Yeah. This is a father in his 40s who has been through public scrutiny for rape, (laughs) legitimate rape. Honest to goodness, good old fashioned rape, not 2023, you know, Mamby Pamby rape. This is- yeah, this, Chris has been accused of real hardcore, dirty rape. This
4: wasn't a uh, first date, you think she wants you to kiss her goodnight, and she, you were wrong. It right?
2: wasn't an Aziz Sorry, fishhook. Right. <laughs> it was legitimately, the accusation is that uh, while the woman was crying, Chris was presenting her his penis, saying, do everything I say, and it'll all be fine. It'll all be over. That's, that's a movie line rape. That's like if you were scripting a yeah. bad man that the, the average person doesn't think exists. <laughs> Meanwhile, he goes on a podcast and tells this hilarious story.
5: Chilling.
8: <laughs>
5: you're, not, you're not even doing it yet. Just chilling.
7: <laughs> right here. <laughs>
4: yes, a bit. And so
2: then, yeah, she's crying and I just shove it in her mouth and say like, hey, you know, do as I say. And uh, it all go smoothly.
4: <laughs> don't you like David Bowie? <laughs> yeah.
2: So, so Chris D'Elia said to Joe Coy, I Hey, listen, I know I've plied you with wine, even though I don't drink. Now come back to my room. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then, so stupid. <laughs> dude, how do you remember this? <laughs> it's insane. <dude. laughs> how would you not
4: remember that? It's quite simple.
2: I think, well, actually, I think what Brendan means is like, I think he's suggesting that Chris is playing the proper chords,
4: (laughs) which I have no idea how he would know that. How do you remember how to play this song for real?
2: (laughs) That's what I think. I think Brendan is saying, boy, this is really good. You're doing a good job.
4: Guitar heroes got an extreme.
2: Maybe that's why Brendan laughed so hard. If he thought actual music was coming out of Chris's (laughs) music, I can imagine that being the hardest you've ever laughed in your life. I suppose I'll excuse that. I'm
7: probably
10: broke. Dude, it's Patreon. I think you should get your dick out. You're throwing my
2: penis
4: around. Don't ask me to do something I can't. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. So, isn't that crazy, though? Like the idea that I would think if you were accused uh, not once, not twice. A but I don't know. Three dozen times of sexual misconduct. <laughs> Maybe more than that. Cause I think like, I think at a certain point, like hundreds of women were coming forward. Now, as I've said before, a lot of them were probably bullshit. Yeah. But a
4: lot of them also probably weren't. If you just crunch the numbers. Well, it's like, it's like Cosby having a hundred accusers. You got to assume at least 20 are if real. 80
2: of them were lying.
4: Right. <laughs> yeah.
2: Right. So with Chris D'Elia, if you're accused of that, don't you just say like, hey gang, hey fellas, I, I can't control myself, I still need to take my dick out when we're on the road, <laughs> but maybe let's not broadcast it. What do you say?
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe
2: leave that out. Maybe my penis is j- just, need, it needs air, so it's coming out of that zipper anytime it can.
4: I, I like to imagine like a couple of days later after Delia's getting shit for this, he just looks at everyone and he's like, aren't you guys my friends? Why wouldn't you tell me to stop?
2: <laughs> well, this, this is a man that's went to Sex addiction rehab
4: Yeah, because that was his only problem, Mike
2: In rehab, yeah, that was his only issue was sex addiction <laughs> So wouldn't they tell you in rehab, like Hey, a trigger I've heard the word trigger before right. I'm, not, you know, I'm not too familiar with like AA or NA Or any of that stuff mm-hmm. But I, what I do believe is that they, they cite triggers Now I would think whipping your cock out In front of Asian American comedians Might be a trigger if you're on the road where you would typically find a lot of these victims.
4: I hope I hope Joe Coy this week does a crying interview on like Good Morning America, <laughs>
2: <laughs> and he's not. It, I
4: it asked would be him like the to fun- stop.
2: He wouldn't stop.
4: It would be the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life.
2: That <laughs> honestly, I think Joe Coy just should have done that for the bit. Oh yeah, like even just kidding around would be hilarious. Because that again, that te- if Chris doesn't like that, it's like well, hey motherfucker, quit pulling your prick out. <laughs> in front of people no one wants it man woman or child and you've tested that
4: um also there was a a post on reddit with Dalia that oh
2: yeah this was great this was just a little background so this is uh from his his old tour poster you want to put that up real quick yeah
4: the the it was initially deleted so i got to put up the headline then i can put that up after okay but uh On our Cristalia, it was pledged by Chris. Did Chris post it? Was that the idea behind it, or was it just? It was
2: Chris's poster.
4: Yeah, it says, "quote (laughs) Here come the clips. I'm not a pedophile. I'm not trying to be a cult leader. Anyways, here's the poster for my tour." End quote.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So let's see.
4: I have a uh, a kind of a crappy thing of it because it was deleted so I had the preview snapshotted but it's uh
2: using using his child by the way
4: yeah him holding it even
2: creepier so let's put a child on the poster and make it follow the leader this is again <laughs> I was talking about this a lot with the creep off guys where it's like you talk about breadcrumbs like with Cosby people pull out old clips of him talking about like Spanish fly yep that's Nothing compared to what Chris Everything he did was called a cult. He talked about how much he wants to run a cult. Everything was cult, cult, cult with this guy. The point where it was follow the leader was his tour.
4: Life rips, I'm the dude. leader. Life friggin' rips.
2: Life certainly does rip, Chris. Is that still true, do you think? Is life ripping these days?
4: Life rips your family apart. It's more yeah. like
2: it. Sadly, the, the guitar act these days is a solo act, unfortunately. The band has left him.
4: Uh, dang lizard, five euros. I think his point, this is back to the Cowan thing. I think his yeah. point was talking conspiracy theories is different from a personal witch hunt.
2: Oh, no, I, I, I honestly, I kind of get what he's saying. Mm-hmm. My point well, with Cowan is more like, that's the show you're on.
4: Yeah, you, you know, you know what you're getting into.
2: Like, it'd be crazy to go on with Alex Jones and be like, Alex, this is all a little irresponsible. <laughs> you know, right. Uh, Although, maybe, you know what? Maybe that's what Alex Jones needs. Like when Alex Jones is talking about Sandy Hook or something, maybe that's what he needed is a guy like that to be like, eh, hey, why don't you cool off a little bit, Al?
4: B Skells, <laughs> uh, uh, five bucks. Ripping Tweez, uh, about to be the first person at Hooters uh, the second they open and get ossified drunk.
2: a boy Ripping Tweez, is that Twisted tease
4: Oh, maybe. Hmm. That could well, be. Well, good for
2: you, buddy. Enjoy your Labor Day. Yeah. We work on Labor Day.
4: That's right. Yes. Uh oh, we got uh magnesium linoleum, ten bucks. Craig plays yakety sax on Mike's wiener. <laughs> if you're doing it with a friend, yeah. I think
2: that's a little different.
4: Yeah, it's both sides is you know willing.
2: Yes. What's <laughs> yakety sax?
4: The the Benny Hill music.
2: <laughs> okay, that's fun. <laughs> yeah.
4: I believe. Um, okay. Yeah, that's funny.
2: Alright. Um, anything else? Is Hackride available?
4: Uh, he's not backstage yet, but if he's watching, come on what? back, buddy. But we, we do still have uh, the Alex Jones Bill Gates challenge, which we definitely need oh, to Oh,
2: good. We just talked about Alex Jones. That's a perfect segue.
4: Yeah. Uh, I am making sure to timestamp these because I forgot at the beginning. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, Hackride's not going to be happy. I know. I know.
2: Um, yeah, so I just came across this on Reddit. I think this is a fun game we could all play that uh, Alex Jones is suggesting. It's kind of like the, uh, what does he say? It's like the ice bucket challenge or yeah, something? Like yeah, that.
4: yeah. <laughs> and I think this could really take off.
2: I, I'm surprised it hasn't already, but we're here to promote it a little bit. So this is Alex Jones' new game for Bill Gates. I'm going to issue the Bill Gates challenge.
3: You've heard of the, the, the ice bucket challenge, all the rest of it. If the earth is overpopulated and Bill Gates is right, but he's got some points. If Bill Gates gets a 44 Magnum on air, shoves it in his mouth, and blows his brains out the back of his head, the next day, after it's confirmed he's dead, I will blow my brains out on air. So you can do another ice <laughs> bucket Challenge, Bill, at your house, where you dump gasoline on yourself out of a bucket, because you want to go out with a bang, right? And maybe you strap TNT all on yourself, do you back Islam, and then you dump gasoline <laughs> on yourself, Bill, and then you light yourself on fire. How about that?
2: <laughs> Has uh, as Bill Gates responded to this challenge?
4: Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Wouldn't that be great if you just saw a video of Bill Gates and he's like, uh, hey guys, I challenge uh, Alex Jones, uh, Tom Hanks, and Jeff Bezos. <laughs> 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 I'm like, all right. I guess we have to challenge three people now. <laughs> uh,
4: Hackride is here.
2: Uh, all right. Let's uh, bring him in. I'm sure he's going to. Berate me for my, uh, my erroneous accusations earlier. <laughs> oh wait, do we have a drop for Hackride now? He's doing that himself. No, no, no. But we have a drop. I think you owe Hackride a thank you. He filled in for you last week. Did a great job. He did. Does anyone want to say thank you to our buddy Hackride?
10: Uh... Yes, Craig. <laughs> He's making the you.
2: proper sound.
4: <laughs> oh, me? You want me to say thank you?
10: Yes, no, so Craig, Say thank you.
4: <laughs> thank you, Hackride.
10: No, there's a you're drop. You are welcome.
2: Which, <laughs> My which penis is regular. Shut up. It's not on that one. <laughs> no. no. Okay. Hackride, do you have it?
10: I don't know what you're talking about. Me
2: either. Right, there's a drop. Hey stuttering John says, "Thank you, Hackride."
10: Oh, I don't know. Oh. Have... He's got that yes, one Yes that is not in my soundboard yet <laughs>
2: <laughs> Alright well fuck you guys I thought we'd be <laughs>
10: We <laughs> need to do cried. a meeting for this
2: <laughs> Heck right? you said I thought you did a terrific job last week But you said well, what, you. what did you say I lied about With the, the intro you didn't listen
10: to me uh, I received no message From you blind Mike about anything For the intro Otherwise I said can I we do an it?
2: over the top intro For I
10: said Sunday at the time But I meant Monday You may have said that Mike but you did not text it to me <laughs> You guys talking asked, on the... You guys, yeah, I just said it out loud. You guys talking asked, on the phone I received all the time? that you was from 420 yesterday. Were you able to do an intro for tomorrow? This is a week I asked ago. To, this is yesterday.
2: <laughs> what I'm saying to you is I asked for this intro a week ago.
10: Oh, I do not remember that. I smoke a lot of weed, Mike. You're going to have to be a little more <laughs> current with your I think text that you're talking wrote, about. It is he the devil's me lettuce. me no
2: mind. Where, it, my, much in the same vein, Brendan Schaub is Batman. Where do we yes. stand there?
10: Oh, it is a good question, Mike. I'm glad you have asked. Have you ever created a cartoon, Mike? (laughs) No. Right. But you have. That's my point. uh, I have many. And they are very popular with my friends and no one else, apparently. But they take time to put together the materials, Mike. Do you understand? I can't just throw the slop together and get it on in five minutes. That's what I did today. I guess my point is more, we've had many cartoons in the interim. Yes, and I am building a catalog. What do you think? Batman costumes are easy to find <laughs> and head positions of Brendan Schaub pointed down and up are easy to find. These are all things I must find. I cannot create them out of thin air. I do not have the thick boy on a payroll. Do you understand? That's fine. That's fine. As, well, as long as
2: you remembered, because I worry sometimes that you just forget. You you paid me no I mind. Never th- I never love,
4: fuck I, I love you. I love Hackride hitting Mike with a do you understand? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yes, and also That's this a fair tight- point But my issue is he's created other cartoons
10: in that time. That's my only issue. <laughs> yes, for you. Do you understand? Yes, but not the ones are- I've asked. For. <laughs> well, there is a. Do you think the Simpsons creators go make this cartoon and then tomorrow it is there? It takes. Are oh, you doing some cocaine, Craig? Oh, right, what are right. you? That was interesting. What are oh. you doing there, Craig?
4: Uh, I'm quitting smoking, so I'm putting this zin in my
10: mouth. Ah, mm-hmm. how are you doing with that, Drake?
3: Uh, last How week. Hollywood Craig. He's on
2: Ozempic. He's on fucking Chantix now. <laughs> yes, <He just> put <laughs> yes. <in>. Next <laughs> is baby blood for Craig.
10: Yeah. Yeah, I got it. You, you the plug for baby blood? Yes. <laughs> Speaking of which, title slander. I do not title the shows. I make the thumbnails. Is this some slander at my back title? Right, who had your back on that one? I got Thank receipts. You. I got receipts. Yeah. I ju- you asked what the picture was going to be, Craig. I described the picture. <laughs> like, literally. who's Mike holding a picture of a sign that says Craig. You took that as a title. <laughs> I did not mean it as a title. Yeah,
4: it's weird that you know exactly what I'm talking about without even having to yes. pull it up.
10: But again, yes, it's I not hack.
2: I'll use the same analogy. Mm-hmm. If I told Dave to make a title for the Kirkmanahan show and he did it, it's his fault, not mine. I know this is it's not Hackride's fault.
10: Yes, I'm, he has also unfollowed me from Instagram. Is that true? Did I? Yes, he has, I, ta- he has I, taken I, the team off of his Twitter.
2: Did I? How would you not know that?
4: I went through a. I thought I kept HackRide, but I went through a bunch, and anyone I didn't know, I, unfollow, I
10: just Instagram.
2: I'm sure we've been yes. unfollowed as well. Disassociating is what it's called.
10: You know. Yes, I went to find a picture for Craigers, and I was privated. be <laughs> <me> sad, Greg. <laughs> <I'm a>
2: private. <laughs> HackRide, one other thing you have to address. Yes? I thought you did a tremendous job last week. Would you say the feedback agreed? It seemed like people enjoyed you.
10: Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I, I don't think I did a very good job producing, but it was my first time using StreamYard with another person. So under those sorts of circumstances, I was amazing. I thought it was good. <laughs> I thought it was really good.
2: Now, the one, the one question I have, was this an artistic choice or just a complete uh, boneheaded move when you left your, uh, your, your host voice in? Do you want the truth? I think I can uh, guess the truth. What, 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 what is HackRide's? I want HackRide's answer. I am a
10: stoner, blind Mike. And <laughs> See,
2: this is what I, had I, I had think plays
10: into some of my requests. Yes. But I am also a massive PR man, so I take any opportunity and turn it in my favor. Yes, that was on purpose. I wanted you to see what I really sound like. I'm a man just like you with a demon inside of me. That is all.
2: It made it made a hacker. eyed seem crazier hearing his real voice. Yes, it did. Because in my mind, it was always we're dealing with like some deranged, probably homeless drug addict. <laughs> and then when I see <laughs> and then when I actually talked to him, I'm like, oh, he's a regular dude.
10: Yes. Well, don't go that far, Mike. <laughs> I am here, I'm here with you and Greg. It's true. It's true. at 8.58 in the morning in California when I could be on the beach or sleeping. Uh, no is morning. that PST or EST? <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's
10: always Hack- with John PTSD. <laughs>
2: Hackride's also doing uh, Go subscribe to Hackride's channel on mm-hmm. YouTube. Yes, yes, yes. At Hackride. Uh, he's doing a show. I gotta say, I think you do a great job, Hackride. I think the co-host, maybe it's a bit or something. I don't get the, like, you know, I don't want to be here sort of act she's putting on.
10: Well, it is actually not an act. She has (laughs) seven jobs (laughs) and she works at 4.30 in the morning, LA time, six days a week for uh, the Slave Master over there, Stephanie Miller. So I I try to be uh, very uh, gentle with her about that. Uh, but good news for you, Mike, if that is your concern. Please. Please. We are going to an alternating cast of co-hosts, yes. Ah. So there will be a, a co-host other than Krista every other week so Krista can Christa. get her sleep. Yes, yes. And this one this week, Mike, oh, It is a doozy. I cannot tell you because I do not want to say the name before the day or they will back out like John's shows when he books them and people call and say they will beat women if he has his show. No. (laughs) So I do have a very special guest this Thursday, 8 p.m. at Right? Thank you for mentioning it. John, John really, uh, by the way, oversold, I would say, his guest this weekend
2: where he's like, I'm not going to say the name, but it's a big (laughs) A-lister. And it was like. I could probably get Dee Snider on the show. <laughs> yes, like, yeah, he's had a great career and everything, but like he, he's one word I think of with him is
10: bookable. Yes, for for a cup of coffee, he will do an acoustic set of all the Twisted Sister songs in your living room. Yeah,
4: <laughs> I, I do think when he when he comes to mind, I think uh, willing. That's another one.
10: <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Um. Also, it it was good to see Carlos on the show. I am a big fan of Carlos Danger. It is good that he is now a family member of ours.
2: (laughs) I liked Carlos Danger. I've always always liked him when I've heard him on podcasts. I I like his voice. I think he's got a gentle touch. Yeah.
10: Yes, yes. uh, And he sort of of looks like a Harkonnen from the Dune series. You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. Rounded, more like a worm into the spice, if you get oh, my drift. I, I couldn't yes. see also, that, I don't know about all of uh, Also, you kinda let him off the hook because he is an unapologetic KB supporter who trashes you all the time and says the same joke about you and you let him off the hook. You
2: know what, when he mentioned Kevin Brennan, I thought about asking him about that and uh, we just never got to it. Uh, but Carlos doesn't trash me, does he?
10: No, no. Carlos is a good man, yeah. but he loves Kevin Brennan in a weird sense. Yeah, maybe if we Stern. get him
2: on again, maybe I'll ask him about that. But yeah. my his answer is just going to be that Kevin hates everyone. I assume. I was just
4: like going to say. I was just going to say you're going to ask him about that, and he's going to be like, "I don't know." He does that to yeah, everybody. Yeah, he's not
10: going to shed any light that I don't already know. Right. You know. Yeah, there's this weird strain of Kevin Brennan fans that relate him to Stern, and I just do not see it.
2: No, not. I mean, it's not. I don't think Kevin's. Uh, I think he's he can be funny. I don't think he's like a talented broadcaster at all. Not talented. He's, not he's at good all. at confrontation. He's very good at that, but he's not a good broadcaster. And he open. can read a chat like no one else. That's true. I can't do that. You got to give him that.
10: That's true. Yes. All right. Also, so, Chris, yes. one more thing. I, I have notes, Mike. I have, Please, I've been listening. Oh, I have the notes. floor is yours. Yes. That, whatever yes. you yes. want, buddy. <laughs> yes. Chris D'Elia. yes. His yes. accusers true. are like UFOs. Only one of them has to be true. All the million sightings don't matter. As long as he touched one underage girl, it is... A pedo, yes. Exactly, yeah. Thank you, that would be in the Comedy yeah. Hall of Fame. I told you him I one said, goat, don't do the kiddie porn. So you have to wait, Craig, until the man is done talking, and then you play the sample. You know This what? is how this works. <laughs> <All right. laughs> See how that works, Craig? You were not talking, and I played the sample. That's very good. Um,
2: now, a lot of people, I, I shouldn't say a lot of people. Really, I'm thinking of one guy on Twitter. One guy every week, hates Hack Ride. Why do you have this guy on? And he's equated him to a uh, morning zoo host, is what he always says about Hack Ride. And this is a guy that I think likes the show. He just says he bails when Hack Ride. So, uh, Hack Ride, in order to dispel the notions of being some sort of morning zoo hack, has put a a game together, very original, where he's asked us two truths and a lie
10: today. Is that right? Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. Next week, we'll be playing uh, Pin the Tail on the Donkey. (laughs) Oh, if I had a chicken sound, I would be playing it right now. (laughs)
2: Okay, so Hackride has put together a game for us, and you wanted to present this today,
10: yes? Well, I just wanted to be here for it because I am in the game, so it would make sense if anyone has questions about my truths or lies. Okay. All right. So, should we uh, take it away, Craig? Yes. Now, Craig, real quick, this has a pause, right? And then another pause right after. So mm-hmm. what we will do is listen to the two truths and lie. And then we will talk about which one we think is the lie and truth. And then we will pause again and you will tell us. Yes? Well, the good news Easy is... Easy to
4: understand. Yes. You're
10: here to direct us. <laughs> I was going to say, yes, the good yes. news is Hackride can yell at me while we're doing this this time. Yes, yes. Yes. Mike, pull that pop screen off your face. You're too pretty. Stop it. That's what I would say if I was directing you. Right. But I am not. Uh, West <laughs> I try to talk in- to that.
4: West Little Reptile Family, ten bucks. Craig, since you finally read one, here's another. Everyone, listen to why are you laughing? Especially the ones on old comedians. Mike is the best. Craig is okay now. <laughs> You're the man. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> Thank you, sir. But uh, let's get to it here.
9: Welcome to Norm McDonald, two truths and one lie. The star right, now, fucking edition.
2: Before I say this. We're denigrating the memory of Norm Macdonald. <laughs> we are
10: not. We have brought <laughs> him back, Blind Mike. He is very funny in this, I would say. I channeled. Right,
2: well, I'm just saying he won't be as funny as my the great Norm McDonald. This is. Oh, you have not
10: oh. seen it yet. You do not know this. <laughs> I, I just want to preface him with that. But, all right, Norm, take it away. Yes, it's a great thing to preface a bit with. This will not be funny. Keep watching.
9: <laughs> <laughs>
10: Thank you. <laughs> take, take it away, is Norm. In vain.
9: <laughs> by the stuttering. John Melendez podcast, because if there is one thing John knows it's star-fucking, well, hello everybody, you all look so alive, this is amazing. I am your host, oh, Norm McDonald. and I can't tell you the trauma it caused to be taken from the most beautiful moments your mind can imagine, just orgasms, lasting for eternities. Two hosts, <laughs> maybe the dumbest show this one trick demon has ever done. Anyway... We are here, so let's make the best of it. Now is when I'm supposed to turn to my co-host and do some banter. Well, let's just be Boy, honest. I
2: gotta say, this is a good norm. It is a good norm. <laughs> that might be the best of all the voices. Oh, I thought it was bad, Mike. I thought <laughs> the it was voice, terrible. The, I'm saying the voice, specifically. <laughs> <laughs>
10: the writing equals the voice. I channeled him. He came right, through I, me, Mike. Do you understand? Right, I'm sorry.
9: We threw Eric the Hector in here last second. The way Disney makes a movie on a character. And shelves it just to maintain the IP. No offense, Eric. None taking you, fucking
1: dweeb. I never thought you were funny anyway. <laughs>
9: You look like a giant raisin with eyes. Well, it is time to start Baby Dolls. You all know the game. I will tell you two truths and one lie from each pathetic loser who (laughs) couldn't hold my piss water. Blind Mike, Craig, and Hack Ride and you, the audience, will have to guess which is the lie. And then we hear the stories behind them. Conceptually, I guess it's not that bad of an idea. But who really cares who these nothings met? Anyway, we will start with Krigger. Oh, Kriggers, give me two truths and one lie. Okay, number one, Craig says he did security for Will Smith for a short period while Will's son performed with the Biebs, Justin Bieber. Well, before the slap, I would say this is ludicrous, but Chris Rock's jaw tells me Will Smith is dumb enough to hire Craigers for security. So I believe this, number two, is our big boy Craig over here, (laughs) once met the famous movie star, and known assaulter. One Mr. Jean-Claude Van Damme at a steakhouse. This one cannot be a lie because food is involved. And Craig subconsciously <laughs> cannot ever tell a lie where food is involved. What do you think so far, Eric? That's about what I expected. Okay, our final submission by Craigers. Craig one met Rob Durdeck at a skate park and was told to wait 10 minutes for an autograph. Well, folks, I think we have our culprit. If Craig expects any of us to believe he was doing any physical activity, well, then he is just taking us all for fools. So you have my guest chat, Mike, and Hack Ride. What say you?
10: Is
4: that all where Street. I'm? I pause. I pause. Yes.
2: All right. All right. So, Mike, uh, right now we answers.
10: pick the lie. Yes. Is it Will Smith, John claude Van Damme, or Rod Dierdick? You, you, you
2: don't know the answers, right? Craig didn't tell you.
10: No, this is the game. None of us know. I, I, I have a feeling. I, be, I, I believe Norm is right there. There is no way physical exertion is part of a story. Craig tells the truth. I pick Rob Deerdick. You, who do you pick, Mike?
2: I'm, I'm thinking Rob Deerdick also. Yes. Like, but it's such a boring story. Like who would that make is that why? That is the Craig
10: logic. Yes.
2: It's such an incredibly boring, almost not worth mentioning story that he met Rob Deerdick. <laughs>
10: But Reminder, Craig, don't say anything yet until the next screen. Go ahead, Mike.
2: I'm thinking Will Smith involves working and not being racist towards black people. <laughs> I think the Will Smith thing is a lie, probably. Although he didn't say that he wasn't racist, but I'm still going to go with the Will Smith one.
10: All right, we have one Will Smith, one Rob Dyrdek. Go ahead and play, there,
6: Craigers. Now press pause again, Craigers.
4: Okay, I'm so glad, Wise. Why didn't you just have one pause screen?
10: No, this Why is how it works. Again?
4: Because we now will be told by Craig. What is the lie? Uh, the, oh. the lie was Jean-Claude Van Damme.
10: Oh, he got us,
2: Mike. He got us, you rascal. <laughs> That's, I mean, oh. I get two
4: points. I get two points, right? There are no
2: points. Oh. <laughs> All right. There are no points and the rules don't matter or whatever it uh, was. Yes. Like,
10: yeah, yeah. That's just, have you not noticed the theme to all my games, Blind Mike?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting a pause screen again that quick. I'm sorry.
10: Yes, yes, yes. That's, all right. We, we. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Greg. How is Will Smith? Uh, oh,
4: so yes. I was. I was doing security at the Boston Garden. And I was on the floor for the Justin Bieber show, and it was the loudest noise I've ever heard in my life. Just a bunch of preteen girls screaming at the top of their lungs. I can imagine. And then my boss taps me on the shoulder and just points, and Will Smith was there, and his son came out and did, I don't know how long, 10 minutes tops with him. Mm -hmm. And he came onto the floor, and I had to just make sure no one, like, attacked him.
2: Craig went over to Will and said, "Hey, where's old Q-Ball today?" <laughs> dude, don't he was slap.
4: Dude, he was dancing like the Fresh Prince and shit. It was kind of funny, but oh, that's uh, fun. Yeah.
2: And I'm to understand you stood outside. Rob, Rob, <laughs> can I have an
10: autograph?
2: <laughs>
4: so, so I could. I, I love
10: <laughs>
2: the videos
10: you watch. Oh, don't make me wait ten the... minutes while you skate. How dare you?
4: I met Kobe Bryant in Disney World, and I just thought Hackride would sniff that one out, so I didn't yes, use I it. Would... But uh, that was when I was in nope. middle school and there was like an alien... Uh, Did it
2: have to be people you've met? I didn't use the same rules. I thought so. Oh.
10: that will, that, that That is coming up. Yes, okay. yes, yes. Let's yes, yes, first okay. play. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't ruin it.
9: <laughs> right. Okay, I'm sure Craig had a hard time explaining... How he thought physical exertion would be the smokescreen that fooled you all. <laughs> but
2: it is our
4: boy, Craig. I just want to point out, I wasn't skating that day, but I used to skateboard before.
2: <laughs> oh, we know, Craig. We know. Shredding some gnar down at the park with the
4: boys. I had, I had my oversized DC shoes on, dude. I used to get into it.
2: Now it
9: is Hack Ride's turn in the barrel. Hack Ride, Ooh. give me your two truths and one lie, please. Okay, the first star fucking story from 1DID <laughs> Demon is... Hackride once smoked a giant blunt with Dave Matthews during the recording of the Everyday album. Often cited as his worst album, Hackride may have talked him into what the producer wanted to do. And that was scrap the whole album and write a new one on the spot. Oopsie! Okay, so this <laughs> has Hackride's name all over it. I'm guessing this is true. Okay. The next star fucking story from Hackride. Hackride claims to have done sound for the first Night Watchman show ever. The Night Watchman is, of course, Rage Against the Machines guitar player, Tom Morello. And Hackride mm-hmm. was the lead sound man at the Coconut teaser in Hollywood at the time. I don't know if this is true or not. But it's cool as shit. Okay, the last story from Hackride is... Just complimenting oh, himself. <laughs> yes! yes. Hackride claims I that have Andy Dick John. went on a national talk show back in the 2000s and did nothing but plug Hackride's band at the time. There's no way this could be true. Wait,
4: could you? Hack what Ride. was the
2: beginning of that? I missed it. I'm sorry.
4: Andy Dick went on a late night show and plugged Hackride's band
9: nonstop.
2: Okay.
9: It is just using something that is in everyone's mind to trick them into thinking that this isn't the lie or is that the lie damn it hack ride you got me on this one. what the hell is this guy even doing here with you east coast losers it doesn't matter which is the lie anymore good on you hack ride i sure hope so should i just wait till the second pause screen stories. by the way all right gang which hack ride story is full of <laughs> shit yes great feel free to stab out of jokes
10: anytime you want sorry <laughs> This was a good joke uh, For nothing. All right, yes. Now, people, decide which is the lie.
2: Okay, I'm going to say... Dave Matthews,
10: Knight Marchman, or Andy Dick? I remember.
2: I'm going to go with Dave Matthews because it seems like the type of thing you think we would think about you. Right. That seemed too much like stereotypical hack ride, so I'm going with Dave Matthews.
4: I also was going to go with that, but that's no fun. And... Uh, I'm pretty sure I was told about one of these already, so I'm gonna go with number three, Andy Dick on Late Night. All like, right,
2: that was a lot more fun. I'm glad you chose that. <laughs> yes, now we're I'm... really having fun.
4: But just so everyone it knows, party. just so everyone knows I think it was uh, Dave Matthews, too, but, you know, for the game.
10: Sure. All right, pause it again, Greg.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Thank you.
10: Okay. So the, the false story is I wish I had a drum roll. I did not do sound for the Night Watchman Fuck. on his first show. Really? I did work at the coconut Cochraner- coconut teaser at the time, but I switched shifts with Otis and I said, Otis, I do not want to do the Crooked Bar tonight. I will do the main bands upstairs and Otis got to do the Night Watchman and it drives me crazy to this day. So yes, I fucked up every Dave Matthew fan life. I am sorry about this, <laughs> but in retrospect, you know, the producer convinced me. So it's really on Glenn Ballard. How dare you, Glenn Ballard? You give us a Moore set, and then you do this? How dare you? <laughs> what's the actual story how did you meet dave matthews oh it's a good question i worked in a recording studio in my first years in hollywood and so i've met a lot of what are now considered elderly musicians but at the time were contemporaries and it is a, a thing i like to tell about myself because i am a star fucker and that's why the show is called star fucking edition two lies and what truth did you enjoy that mike
2: Uh, I did again. I didn't know. Just to be clear, I didn't realize it was the star fucking edition. Oh, don't get too
10: ahead of yourself, Mike. (laughs) Let's go, Craig. (laughs) Yes, he did know. Mike did know. Hold
2: on. What's the Andy Dick thing?
10: Ah, Andy Dick appeared on, maybe you will remember this man because you have hair on your face, the Craig Kilbourne show. Do you remember a Craig Kilbourne? Yes, yes, he yeah. was on, he was on after Letterman when Letterman was on CBS. And at the time, my bass player, I don't know if he was fucking Andy Dick, but apparently <laughs> that's what Andy Dick is into. But he was living with him and Andy Dick followed our band around and really liked us because we were very good, Mike. We were a good band that young gay actors in Hollywood liked. <laughs> okay. Yes.
2: Okay. Yes. Oh, you there, he's not saying hack ride though is he oh no oh, that would be cool. great if we had Andy Dick, else, yes. Andy Dick
10: saying follow hack ride that would be oh, unbelievable I, I could get that for a nickel now I could go to Hollywood Boulevard and <laughs> give, roll a nickels and get whatever clip you want from Andy Dick Mike that's just good, give me give, give me the mission <laughs> that's a good <laughs>
3: All right. Again, I didn't understand. No, 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 no. no, Here we go.
2: Here we go.
4: I met my friend Bill in high school.
2: Well,
7: yes.
9: (laughs) Well, whatever the answer, Hack Ride, you are all good in my book, baby. Bend them stars over, grease them up, and just go to town. It's a mitzvah, watching you work, my friend. Okay, now to our final contestant in a game with no score, winner or point. One blind Mike Geary. You know, blind Mike, as I look at your submissions, I don't quite think you got the gist of the game (laughs) that we were going for here. I mean, I will read them, but but you guys will see. There is very little star-fucking going on here. To say the least. And the Warthogs once fist-fought over the definition of unanswered runs during a Red Sox and Yankees game. There is just so much in that sentence (laughs) that I don't know or care to know about. Okay, maybe the warthog is famous in your little, tiny, depressing area of the woods. Let's see what else Mike has (laughs) for us in the star fucking edition of two truths and one lie. Eric, are you alive over there? Jesus, you look like a crushed golf ball. (laughs) Mike's second submission is a doozy. Buckle up, folks. I don't think you are going to be able to handle the insanity that follows. Mike once drunkenly cut a cast off his arm with a pizza cutter. So I guess the star of fucking this story is Mike Geary. Narcissism here is astounding. Anyway, I found this 100% believable as I once asked Mike to do a game and he gave me totally weird answers that didn't fit the theme of the game at all. So yes, this track he, he did not give me the rules. blind Mike Geary claims I cried genuine he was once suspended from a college radio station and almost thrown off campus for using the word broad. <laughs> I see what you are doing here, blind Mike. Broad. And then cutting off your cast. Broadcast broadcast. So clearly we are all just fools in your little world. Isn't that right, Mike Geary? Okay, folks, time for you to decide which one of these stories that weren't Grudge like Craig Mage, right? and Ride stories is the lie. i paused. Pause I
7: did.
3: I did.
9: Okay. I got the giggles.
3: Hold on. Demon giggles? No, you did not
0: tell me to come up with celebrities I told- that I...
2: <laughs>
3: I thought it was pretty clear <laughs> message. You like your fu- like you ass off with a fucking pizza cutter.
4: <laughs> Naturally, Lord. when I think two truths and a lie, I'm like, you know what? I got to talk about Will
10: Smith right now. <laughs> I thought it was wacky stories. <laughs> this is a lie, folks. He has no friends that are celebrities. The closest, the closest he could get was a pizza cutter. <laughs> and a warthog's a big deal. Yeah, Yes. yes. Yes, I thought that one would come back to me because I hear you talk about Warthog. I love you. This was all part of the setup. (laughs) Anyway, I believe. You can still guess. (laughs) Yes, yes, that pizza cutter has to be true. Oh my God, I must hear the story on that. I am going to guess college radio.
4: I'm going with number two because I have
10: a vague recollection of the other two. Okay. I told you not to use things, Craig would know, Mike. I didn't think you would know these. Yes. <laughs> Imagine your life being so boring that everyone knows your story about cutting off a cast with a piece of colour. You wore in your life, Mike. Well Let's get I you skydiving. Reveal, can I reveal now? Yes. Yes.
2: Number two was the lie. It was it didn't happen was, to me. I was right. Oh, I was right. You got me. I got you. Yeah. I'm almost yes. positive
4: the other two stories have been told on this program. Is that right? I believe so.
2: Oh, he's right. I haven't lived that interesting a life. These are things, (laughs) (laughs) these are honestly things I didn't think I've mentioned on the show before. But yeah, the Warthog and I fist fought over. (laughs) He said, uh, we were watching a Red Sox Yankees game once, and I said that uh, the Yankees had scored X number of unanswered runs, and he said, no, they're answered runs. I, I I don't even want to tell the story anymore. <laughs>
10: <laughs> that got me angrier. I don't even know baseball. How dare you?
2: <laughs> well, it got it got pretty
3: heated.
10: <laughs> Just, and tell us about this. And tell us about this broad and what she did that got you fired from. That Coltranial. one that one's that one is a more uh, uh,
2: famous story on this show probably that uh, on WSKV Westfield State's radio station.
4: Warthog again I
2: referred to a woman as a broad and a girl uh, went to the, the, the proper authorities on campus and not only got me kicked off the radio, but they considered uh, expelling me and removing me from campus.
4: <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Starfarker edition. She, I cut a cast off. A he looker. didn't tell me that.
10: <laughs> Pizza cutter. <laughs> he said, give me two truths and a lie. <laughs> the most famous woman Mike has ever met. Yes. <laughs> the...
4: the, the <laughs> the uh, creative director at the
7: school
10: college radio. Hey, I can text Dave Portnoy right now, you <laughs> cocksucker. Gotcha. That's very true. That's he true. won't respond, but I could do it. <laughs> yes, yes, I can be left on read by Mike as well.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Two truths and a lie, one of them. Did Dave Port Dave Portnoy threw a wallet at my face?
2: Hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> Let me think. <laughs> well, see, these things people might know. Yeah.
9: <laughs> All right. Just a little of
10: more here, Greg. Yeah, it's just a little more. Norm says Goodbye.
9: What an amazing show this was. And I hope we all <laughs> learned something. I learned that Craig can't make up stories without thinking of food. I also learned Blind Mike. Is Did you really know that was the line? Instructions either reading or following. And finally, I learned that Hackride might be the coolest person on the planet, let alone the (laughs) Blind Mike Project. Anyway, I would say this was worth being torn away from my wildest dreams and fantasies. I just wish that blind guy could follow directions, but then what would be the fun in that? Anyway, for my co-host, the once again sole property of Hackride Studios, Eric the Hactor, and myself, Norm MacDonald. Good night, folks. Wow, that was a real turd. You fucker seriously dug me up for this. And where is that, little mirror bitch? He said Spade was a better stand-up than me. I gotta go eat his tiny brain before I go back to the grave.
8: Yeah, Norm's the Norm's the greatest. I think I, he's I like mean, a poor man's David Spade, honestly. Oh, my God. We're gonna have to poor cut you
10: loose. David uh, I don't know. David Spade. Yes, everyone let Lil Mir know what you think of that take. What a fucking moron. He put his at on the end of the video. Yes. (laughs) No, if that is your take, you should defend it. Tell me David Spade is better than Noel MacDonald. All over Twitter. Please. Is that the guy that hates you or is it the Dr. Chow guy? Oh, they both hate me, Blind Mike. And that one has a head shape like a fucking orange. Please let me get that in. Thank you.
4: You, you know what's funny Thanks. is the Jean-Claude Van Damme lie. I initially was going to say I, <laughs> I met him at a Planet Fitness, and I went, they'll sniff that one out in a second.
7: <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, yes. So we
4: like, in your head, Drake. So yeah, so I, I switched it to a Steakhouse, and you guys like, well, that has to yeah, be real. we were
2: working out together, he and I. This <laughs> was so fun, yes. Oh yeah, and this was fun. Now, hackride, tell us about this uh, little Mir guy because I saw you play a clip of him, and he's calling you like the gayest guy. I mean, oh, he's another one of these yes, guys that no. doesn't get the the hackride bit, but seems. Yes, what no, I don't understand must... about
10: hatred of yes. you. Yes, you're Speaking of Doctor Chow, not Mister Little Mir. Little Mir has never commented on me, but Doctor Chow does not like the deep. Okay,
2: that's what I was asking. Yeah, um, what I don't understand about the hatred of you is like there are people. People get you're one of these guys. People get angry about. You're stuck. It's either, I I can understand being like, yeah, I don't get it, I don't like it. I don't understand the hatred of you because you're a very, uh, for the most part, non-confrontational guy.
10: Mostly, yes. Uh, uh, Dr. Chow, I I probably went in on a little hard at the beginning because I wanted to get a reaction because he's so terrible at broadcasting. But as a person, (laughs) he's a dabbler. So he has family. So I'm trying to improve him. I'm trying to improve everyone in the Dabbleverse. And sometimes you improve by pointing a stick up their ass. That is all I'm doing. You saw, you saw Little Mere's take there, right? They need help. They don't know what comedy is. And so I'm trying to help them. That is all. And so there is no beef. And the only one I really have beef with in this whole thing, I guess you would say, would be Aaron Imholt. Because that oh. poor damsel needs rescuing. And the man-titted, brazar-wearing <laughs> man needs to be put down. Surprise. Okay, so what do
2: you think of what I was saying about Steeltoe earlier? Agree, disagree, uh, where do we stand?
10: I think you have not seen enough. You have okay. not seen him dancing around with his little black monkey doll, making fun of black people. You have no you okay. here, whatever, but <laughs> it is still weird. You have not seen the amount. You cannot see. This is the problem, Mike. I think you have seen a very good show. <laughs> That's <is> uncalled for. <laughs> Most of Aaron Inholt's issues are visual. And so for you, you hear him and you're like, yeah, oh, a me- He's a mid-broadcaster, a flyover Howard Stern, if you will. Yes, yes. But if you were to see him and his hair dye and his bleached tits and the girdle he wears, you would understand. And then if you look next to him and you see a pretty blonde girl next to him that he keeps in line with his bullshit and lies about how great he is. And the only reason he has her is because they live in Minnesota. In L.A., she would be dating a mixed martial artist. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you when I felt bad for April as I
2: listened to that W.A.T.P. episode uh, that Brian Johnson and, and Doug did about uh, Steel Toe. And there's a clip in there where April looks at a picture of her, Aaron, Gino Bisconti, and Gino's girlfriend, Keanu, and said, like, Those are my four favorite people in the world. And the four greatest broadcasters that I know or something like that. And I was like, Oh, she's like trapped in this small bubble. Mm -hmm. And like, I think she thinks that show is a lot bigger than it is. And it seems like Aaron thinks that too. Like Aaron has, you know, 10,000 YouTube subscribers and suddenly thinks he's fucking Howard Stern, which seems crazy to me. But like I said, I don't think he's, so unfunny that it deserves all the hate, but Hackride, uh, Hackride's on your guys' it, side, those of you that hate it. Is, it, it is internet
10: hate. It is not real hate. I say it, my real hate for the people who try to silence speech on these platforms. Fuck true. them, for real.
4: Box-eating dad with the super chat two bucks. Love you, Hack Daddy. Oh,
10: <laughs> well, Box-eating dad, I love you as well. <laughs> um,
4: dang lizard five euros. Don't get what's so funny about Mike not understanding the game. How many times do I have to say it? Mike can't read a room
2: yes
10: they didn't say it to me they didn't tell I me the will produce. i will produce the evidence on twitter wow all right i have a feeling i'll find it,
7: or make
10: it. Yeah. yeah or make it or may, make it yeah mike will be on air telling all of you the truth soon we just won't be seeing him it will be an ai mike
4: i do i do enjoy that uh star edition warthog is number one
2: yes um. yeah right
10: <laughs> love warthog.
2: warthog a powerful personality He's did great. you hear uh, that
10: Carl Hamburger you didn't even make the list
2: <laughs> <laughs> can we uh, can we title uh, today's episode where's Craig part 2 yes cold yes, no. <laughs> in call, call the it aftermath. a comeback <laughs> <laughs> the aftermath. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
10: And Craig, Craig, can you please unblock me on Instagram? That would be nice. Yeah, I'm unblock me on it. We are family. I'm sorry. I went through
4: uh uh like the last I don't even know how many and just got rid of it.
10: <laughs> he wants people to forget fat Craig. That's what is going on. No, it's, right. it's now the, he's Ozempic Craig. I'm know. not on
4: Ozempic, dude. I just. I right. just don't eat carbs. Ever since
2: the Ozempic has kicked in, <laughs> you know they say that that has like a lizard venom in it or something.
10: Oh, well, I'm a lizard person
2: now. I don't think it's good for you.
10: Craig, there. as punishment for blocking me, I think you should find the biggest pair of pants you have and put them as, as the thing behind you on the wall, so we can, can all I be reminded how wide you once were. <laughs> I was, yes. I, I, just I, like
2: and hear this on every level, just
10: like Jared Folk. No, 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 yes, no, no, no. Just like that. <laughs> exactly, in every possible yes. way. I don't yes. think
4: it's I don't think it's anything <laughs> like that. Yes.
2: Check I his browsing history, said, folks. Don't do a kiddie porn. All right. Should we uh, and, should uh we get out of here? I think so. All right. Oh, uh, wait. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You still on? Yep. All right. Um, go follow Hack Rod for God's sake.
10: Yes, please do. Watch I have Puget a show. Box
2: every Thursday night.
10: Yes. At, uh, yes. Thursday at 8 p.m. 8 p.m., 11 p.m. Eastern. We are on the uh, late night algorithm so we can get away with a little more at YouTube, which is nice. And I am also, Mike, I want to talk to you about this off air, but I am also on Rumble now. And I think Mike should be on Rumble as well. I don't disagree with you. Yes. Yes. And you can simulcast, Craig. It is very easy. Uh, Yes. 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 So watch. Watch. Hackride. And continue to watch The Blind Mike Project. And watch Very Good Show. Yes, we are family. (laughs) All right.
2: Yes. Watch Very Good Show. Go to verygoodshow.org. Yeah. Uh, Support The Craigster. Mm-hmm. And uh, go to blindmike.net. That's where you can find all the links for this program. Wherever you get podcasts, why are you laughing? Which uh, we got a good episode of the Drew Lane coming out this week. Um, yes, Drew Lane. socials. Drew Lane. Did I say that? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Drew Lane. Yeah. <laughs> you got to burn that in there. Not whatever I called. <laughs> uh, and who are these socials? You can find all the audio links there as well. You can subscribe to the YouTube if you're watching now on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe and. Tap the notification bell. That uh, helps you know when we go live and it helps you. Um, it helps us with the algorithm. And uh, if you can subscribe on YouTube, if you want to become a YouTube member, you can do that for bonus Why Are You Laughing episodes uh, and get even more content on Patreon. If you want to, want to subscribe on Patreon, get those numbers up. I'm trying to get back to uh, 750 on Patreon. We really, really want to get to 1,000. So make sure you subscribe if you're not already. And uh, blindmike.net is where you can find all those links. And now, oh, fuck.
7: Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, know.
2: Forgot to play Richard Ojeda. There's
4: always, it, like... Th- it, wasn't,
2: it wasn't that great.
4: I was going to say, there's always, like, three days from now when <laughs> we're recording again. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. All right, whatever. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll see you guys later.
1: And we have a mean transition.
2: Sapper's clear the way. Bye. Everyone all
0: the way. If I tell you you've got a homicide, buddy, you've got a homicide. I hope to hear from you soon. I am proud to own the Trumpy Bear, and I will always be proud to be an American. Until then, have yourself a great day, and as always, Rock on. Bye.
3: Stop the baloney, huh? What kind of statement is that? I wrote it.
0: One of my favorite players to cover when he was here was Mike Vrabel. Tell me Mike Vrabel's story. This one. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right.
3: Stop my belly hurts. What's that hurt? I'm sorry. Can you please kindly f off, please? Anyway, God bless America.